episode number seven of the Caffeine Crew Cast of Pods. I'm your host, Rob. You can find me on the website as Riffrat with me tonight. I'm Bill. I'm Nocturob on the website, and I actually have some awesome new articles about Warcraft. Yay! Yay. Uh, I'm Kat. I'm K McIntyre MT on the website. Greetings, salutations, hello, and... Which is how they say hello in Bush no, Black Tribe? No, no, it's not. And my I... mother was a saint. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, we'll ignore all that and just say, hey, I'm Kenny. And you can find me on WC Kenny Me writing reviews for We Review It All. And I am Fesh, and I have retired from the writing. They just keep me around, uh, well, because they poke me with things. And, believe me. <laughs> and you got that bulge in your pants. Both sides, which mm. is kind of odd. It's, well, it doesn't smell too good either. <sighs> Well, sides, which is kind of odd. <laughs> Since it's October, I think uh, this episode and next episode are going to have a nice big Halloween kind of slant, so I would expect uh, to buckle in and expect a lot of that kind of content for tonight's episode and then the next one coming up in two weeks. But before we get into that, let's start off the show the way we start off every other show. So, the question I have for you guys tonight is this. Would you rather live in a current Ice Age or a post-apocalyptic world? And I'm going to start tonight with... Kenny. Uh, easy. Current Ice Age, because I do not want to get killed. If we're in a current <laughs> Ice Age, what do we have? It's snow, so it's basically just like winter here in Philadelphia anyway. We've got plenty of electricity. We can keep ourselves warm inside. I can go fucking snowboarding anywhere. We can go sledding, have snowball fights. It'll be like, it'll be like the North Pole. It'll be like Christmas all the time with elves and reindeers and shit running around. If you go to a post-apocalyptic world, then you have to deal with people and guns trying to shoot you and people that eat your face and have tattoos like Mike Tyson all over. No, no, it's not good. We're not doing that. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. The question was current Ice Age. Not Christmas. Not what happens if you live in, oh, let's go skateboard. No, it doesn't work like that, man. Ice Age. We're talking like 50-foot glaciers. You know, you're, you're, everything's locked in. No agriculture. I, I think you're completely wrong. Post-apocalyptic world. I'm going post-apocalyptic world. It's got nothing to do with the amount of firearms I own. Okay, it's got something to do <laughs> with the amount of firearms I own. But not only that, I just I don't like super, super, super cold weather. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, I mean, live in a cave? You can't live in a cave. Glaciers. So you're basically living on top of a block of ice. And Electricity. Demean. Heated homes. I, ice chippers. Snow cones for everyone. <laughs> 70 foot glaciers that's taller than the electrical plants i, I just i don't ice think it works. chippers <laughs> why do you act why do you act like we're still cavemen that we're like block of ice fuck run away we're like block of ice put a heat gun to it guess what it's fixed <laughs> <sighs> you know what i'm gonna I, I, I honestly thinking about this, I think I'd still actually go with the Ice Age too, because yeah, you're still looking at like <laughs> you still have electricity. We're still Wait. looking at that. And ultimately still here's the thing, it's like we have enough energy sources though that are um we have enough solar energy that's existing now and solar energy is still getting cheaper. And Ice Age doesn't mean that like we have no sun. I mean, it, it, there's a chance that it could have been caused by, like, a large eruption or a volcano, and there's dust particles in the air, and, like, we may not get as much, but there's still alternate ways to doing that. Yeah, but all of that's locked in the ice. That's, I mean, uh, well, we've got plenty of solar panels under 40 feet. Do you understand that sunlight impeding in ice? Ice does not mean that, poof, there's now a block of ice surrounding everything. Yeah, it sort it of does. you see the wall inching towards you each day, and each day you go... 
Put a fucking heat gun to it. Blow it back <laughs> another five feet. We're fine. So, so what you're basically saying is global warming isn't global. It happens in one place and very gradually. So I'm saying out. that you don't. You do, you're not like, oh, dude, everything's great, and you go to sleep, and then you wake up, and you're like, oh, I'm encased in 50 feet of ice. That it doesn't happen. Here, here, here's a good point for my reasonings on this too. Think about how good we are as wasting resources, and we'll easily find a way to like waste a lot of ice. <laughs> Let's be honest. We can fight it back. Daiquiris for everybody. <laughs> That'd be the national, like actually the world we drink is like, it's going to be like, like a unified, like 11 o'clock when like the new world clock will be daiquiri time in the morning. Then Aww. again, at like two and then another four. And it's for all ages. So <laughs> I, I it's your mandatory daiquiri. I happen to say, I, I think the post-apocalyptic world would be horrible and the ice age world would be ice. Nice, but ice. Uh, All right, I'll stop. Bill, I, I think you guys are thinking about this a bit too scientifically because I, I'm going to have to go with Fesh on this. If it's a current ice age, we're just we wake, we wake up one morning and boom, yes, there's a fucking ton of ice outside. Enough ice where you probably couldn't open your door. So I'm going to have to go with the post-apocalyptic world just because I think it would be interesting. And even though I know I wouldn't, I would like to try to survive. I'd probably die within two minutes, but that's, that's beside the point. No, I feel the same way as you. I'd actually go with the post-apocalyptic world because, I mean, if this last winter was any indicator, I don't want snow and ice and cold shit. I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't want more. I'd rather go take my chances fighting off, like, zombies or plague or whatever i'll take my chances you know rather than dealing with a guarantee of being fucking cold every day ultimately too the, 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 the other thing to think about too is <clears throat> the amount of excitement okay so ice age even let's let's say hey we've got electricity everything's fine you're still spending most of your time trying to chip away ice <laughs> to me, that's kind of boring. In a post-apocalyptic world, you're running from radioactive monsters. You're running from zombies, you know? You're trying to hunt down cures for a variety that's of really so cool. wacky shit. I You've got go things there. to do. Thank you. It's like <laughs> Disneyland on LSD. Okay, but here, for the Ice ice Age time frame, think about all the new careers and job industries you can create. Think about the ever-booming Santa community that sure. would exist. <laughs> Think about how many professional snowboarders we would oh actually God. useful members of society. Um, I mean, like, and just think about, like, uh, average... Think of the huskies. Yeah, and think, think about how many huskies, huskies would be bred. It would be, like, a world full of Santas, huskies, and snowboarders. I can only imagine this would be an interesting world to live in. And I have to say, I would... You think walking out your door and going, fuck, I have to shovel is bad. <sighs> Try walking out your door and going, fuck, someone just shot me in the chest and is eating my throat. And in all honesty, you're still going to be fighting just as much because, well, resources are still going to be scarce in an ice age. But the difference is now we get to do it with harpoons. It's going to be so much more fun. <laughs> so yeah, really, the uh, Swedes and the Norwegians are going to take over the world yeah, in this post-apocalyptic yeah. ice age because they knew how to ski and shoot mm. just as equally as well. And the Canadians. Yes, Ooh, yeah. yes. Never forget Ooh, the Canadians. Yeah. Never no, forget. Actually, I might change my never mind. shoot you. I'm, well, yeah, no, they'll say I'm sorry. They'll bring you a box of Timbits bit, tin and that, they'll call it a day. Oh, Timbits. But yeah, in oh. a post-apocalyptic world, though, I mean, at least my paranoia, my extreme levels of it would have some use. I could, like, feel that shit and vigilance. Mm. That's true. Mm. That's very, very true. So, considering the fact that it is October, um... We're kind of looking at a ton of things, you know, as I mentioned, very Halloween related. And tonight we got a kind of nice little list of things. And I kind of wanted to start off this evening 
Talking about our favorite movie horror. Well, let's say favorite horror movie types, specifically. Before we get into this, I really want to put this out there right away. What do you call a corridor full of dachshunds? I don't know. A hall of wieners. (laughs) (laughs) That's really Uh, really bad. I don't know where that that came from. Was that the one that you thought of when you were getting out of the photo? Yes. Oh, wow. I just wanted to yes. put that out there right away so we could get all over that and then not have to worry about it for the rest of the show. All right, let's all do one then. What, do did, I have the, to what start... did the ghost say to the bee? Booby! Oh, God. Do I have to start muting everybody? <laughs> you might. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> God damn it. So, favorite horror movie types. Like, I, I got to say right off the bat, I got to go with the monster movie. The monster movie is always just my favorite. Like, if you think about what the monster movie stands for, it's like... The classic universal monsters. Like, you have, like, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Mummy. Um, I mean, that accounts for things like Freddy Krueger, um, Michael Myers. I mean, like, yeah, some of those crossbreeding, like, slasher territory. But still, like, ultimately, those are the iconic movie monsters. They're always the fun ones to watch. Uh, I mean, I, that's, I know where, that's where I sit on all that. But what do you go, where are you guys go when you're thinking hard? I'm going to go with Thriller. I like the thriller. I like the psychological thriller. I like the stuff that is creepy. All the blood and guts and gore is not my thing. It doesn't do anything for me. Movies like Hostel, no, yeah. just yeah. don't yeah. care. That, that, that's torture porn. That, but, doesn't, that right. doesn't count. But the thriller, the things like like Jaws, where for the most of the movie, you didn't see the enemy. You didn't see the creature. It was just in your mind. But that's still a creature. That's still a creature feature, though. That's still that's still a monster movie in my brain. It can be, but I mean, sure I'm I'm taking it into a different genre of even if it's a even if it's a thriller of someone who's a psychopathic killer. There's no monster involved, but you don't really see them. You see them lurking around the campsite, and you're waiting for that. And you find yourself looking beyond the actors into the background to see if you can see someone coming. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. I like well, that. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really classify that still as the thriller type. I mean, pretty much technically all horror by that nature is a thriller. Like, I would say, like, Misery. Misery is a thriller. What's Misery? Misery is about, um, basically, uh, what is an author? It's a Stephen King. It's a Stephen King novel. Yeah. It's so basically what is what, it? It's, 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 <laughs> uh, it's an author who has this diehard fan that eventually they meet up at some point and she kidnaps him and basically keeps mm. him hostage. And it has one of the most disturbing scenes of any movie ever when she breaks his ankles so with the So he can't leave. So he can't leave. Yeah. Uh, that was actually... Oh, yeah. they that's did a, terrifying. They that's, did a, that's a thriller. In my brain, that's, that's a thriller. So they did a They did a Family Guy parody. Yeah, they did a Family Guy parody of that episode, actually. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of Perfect Blue, but then I watched the live-action version of it, which was really weird. It's a... I mean, it's based off an anime. Ah. The anime Perfect Blue, which is kind of like that stalkery, yeah. scariness, or like thrilleriness. But then the um, the live action got really weird where the dude's genitalia fell off. Like, just not like from getting cut off or anything, but he started changing into a woman. And then like his genitalia like plopped off in the shower and shit. Does that happen in leprosy as well? Uh, I would assume so. There's a risk. Just, yeah, there's a risk it'll just it. fall off one day. Well, if fingers and toes can go, why not? So that? can that below, I guess. So I fingers and toes and nose belows. So how about you, Kat? What, what's your favorite horror movie? Type? Monster movies. Um, they were what really like made me realize I was okay with horror movies because growing up I used to be like, no, I hate horror movies because I thought they were all the torture porn stuff. I thought it was all like the hostile type thing and like Saw and shit like that. Or it was like I thought that's what horror movies were. I didn't realize that like monster movies were 
that's those were also horror. And I love like you know the um, like zombie flicks, different um, just the whole gamut of like the monster films. Okay. I can't think of them blanking. <laughs> oh, there you go. Saw. The original Saw would be considered a thriller. Not the ones that followed, but the original would still it. definitely be The ones be that a followed were just kind of junk, in my opinion. I wouldn't yeah. be able to do but it. But the original one is definitely a classic thriller. But I'll say, it's, I look at, I think The Strangers was That's a an amazing horror movie. You are in love with that. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> Um, Paranormal Activity. Now, that's one that is kind of in my genre, but it's unique. If you see Paranormal Activity and you're sitting in a room that's completely silent, whoever's watching it with you is silent and it's dark and you are sucked into that movie, it is a creepy ass movie. But if you have people talking, you can't, it's, it's horrible, it's dumb. You need to be able to completely suspend disbelief and if you can do that, it is a creepy movie. It's actually funny because as much as that movie is supposed to be like, you know, because it's supposed to be so realistic, like paranormal activity, that most people get really freaked out by that aspect, by the home video aspect of it, that actually always, like, makes it feel unrealistic to me, and it totally, so none of those movies, like, work for me. Hmm. They don't, like, scare me at all, which they're supposed to because of the way it's shot, mm-hmm. but the way it's shot just kills it for me. No, Bill, how about you? Um, as you know, I really don't like horror movies, mm. right. so I'd have to go with either comedic horror, like uh, Army Gremlins. of Darkness. Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead. I've never seen Gremlins. As we've, <gasps> dis- as we've discussed that, before, that, that can be it's on my list. Okay. Um, or or thriller horror movies. And more like, I don't know if you'd consider Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs would be considered a thriller. Like, more thriller, more psychological stuff. Yeah. Not not so much stuff like, I hate the jump scare. I really hate the jump scare. I think it's cheap and overused. And It makes you poop yourself? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I'm right there with I don't want to be scared that way. I want to be scared where something's trying to, you know, really pry into my mind and into my psyche saying... You should think this way because it could be true. You want the steady stream of poop coming out of your butt. <laughs> Not just in one splat. <laughs> well, right right there, right there along your mindset. Because i got to agree with you. Uh, I don't, I'm not necessarily a gigantic uh, uh, horror fan either. Um, Veggie Tales? Probably. <laughs> Yo, that shit's spooky. You sit down, you really watch it, you listen to what they're saying. I loved Veggie Tales. Yeah, well, you know, I, I personally, I have trouble sleeping afterwards. It's... Uh, yeah, it's not good stuff. Not good stuff. But I mean, from a from a from a horror standpoint, it, it does horrify me quite quite deeply. So it's just kind of like, no, I actually want scurvy. Why do you want to take this from me? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Vinci Tales also has a very hard Christian slam too. So I could that was the, that, that, <laughs> yeah. damn you. That was the joke. <laughs> no, I, I but I don't watch a whole lot of horror movies. Uh, I I want to say I think um, uh, the one that I really liked a lot uh, was uh, oh crap! And right off the bat, I forget the name of it. Uh, Blair Witch Project. The first Blair Witch Project, because it was cheap, it was corny, it relied upon... <laughs> but no, but I mean, it also wasn't... It didn't involve a whole lot of gore, it didn't involve a whole lot of jump scare. It was, it was the it first was very, footage movie. Yeah, yeah, it was very... Uh, it, w- it was just... It was different, it's, you know... Again, kept me on the edge of my seat a little bit. i punch out ending, obviously, but... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly disagree with you and slightly oh. agree with you on the Blair Witch Project. I remember watching it and thinking... 
this would have been once I realized it was fake because they did an amazing job with their marketing. They had internet sites and fake newsreels and you could look up historical newspaper footage about this. Like they went all out with the marketing and they did not tell anyone it was fake. Mm -hmm. So most people went into that movie thinking it was real. But once you realize it was a movie, I remember myself going, man, this would have been a fantastic 30, 40 minute film that they just yeah, stretched yeah. out too well, far. It's, mm. Like we always joke, like I think some of the best horror that really actually exists is not as much as like the breakdown of this, but whoops, sorry. Oh no! Rob broke it, Rob broke it! Um, but it's actually like the anthology films. Like think about like movies like The Creep Show, mm. um, like Creep Show 2, and Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Um, Tales, from, Tales from the Dark Side. Tales from the Dark Side. I mean like movies like that were fantastic. Um, what was Tales from the Dark Side? Tales from the Dark Side is actually something you haven't seen yet. That's oh, something we need okay. to get around to. Um, That's good. But, like, anthologies are a lot of fun. Like, I know they're trying to bring that back now with, like, movies like VHS, where it's like you've got a mixture of, um, uh, like, they're trying to tell an overall arcing story that doesn't really quite work from what I've been hearing, but, like, they've been getting a really good mix of new horror directors that have been coming in. Um, and uh, it's like a lot of small vignettes. I mean, like, there's a movie that we like, too, called Forbia. That was great. That was a, oh, that was really that was a great yeah. anthology film, too. What was the um, old TV show with the Crypt Keeper? Uh, that was Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. That's yeah. what I was thinking when you said Tales from the Dark Side. I, 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 Tales from the Crypt was great. Tales from the Crypt had a little more humor. Tales yeah. from the Dark Side was a little, was a little darker and a little I like scarier. The and Tales from the Hood was just black exploitation at yeah, its it absolute <laughs> worst. But that was that's still a traditional horror anthology. Yeah, like true. actually, um, there's one that made a little bit of a splash about a year and a half ago called The ABCs of Death. Which what they did was they mentioned it was each letter and how somebody could die in this and, and all these different directors oh. made tiny little vignettes like nice. really quick little bits, but um they also did that they had a sequel come out and like everybody said the first one was just it was rough it was like a a good idea but it wasn't executed well and they just made a sequel uh, ABCs of Death two which I think is going through the they should um, have made it the, the one, circuit two, threes. Um, ABCs and one two three <laughs> <laughs> so but that's making its rounds and I'm hearing a lot of good positive things I heard it's pretty cool I heard it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's really interesting too, because it seems like horror does not get a lot of solid, uh, press anymore. It seems like a lot of the stuff that is, it's very Hollywood, um, that's coming out that we're seeing now. It's like movies like Annabelle and mm. that's just making a big hit now, but like, there's not a lot of big name stuff making it to cinemas anymore. All the really good horror, oddly enough, is all coming from independent people and they're all getting released on VOD. So mm. nobody really hears oh, about really? it. Yeah. yeah. I heard, Everybody I heard Annabelle up. was awful. Yeah. I heard um, it was really bad. Ocular, Ocular, according to Ashley, who's a huge, you know, fan of horror, she said Ocular yeah. was... Not I, you know, I don't think she's been impressed with a lot of the. Well, the done again. It's all distortion horror anymore. If we're talking about yeah. horror, Over shouldn't someone bring up Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, I love that oh. movie so much. Bill, did you get that Cabin so in the Woods? Good. Nope, it was not yet. So okay, good. you 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 have you to. like Army of Darkness, right? Yes, yeah. You will you absolutely will love, love this movie. You'll love it's it. Love it, love it. Yeah, okay. it, it is really it good. It's comedy horror and hard hard horror at the same time without being scared. They have every trope from a horror movie of like, oh, he's the dumb jock and she's the yeah. slutty cheerleader and he's the stoner. And it explains why they have those tropes. Hmm. It like, does, it makes sense. It, it really is. Like, they take every brilliant. trope and actually create a science behind why that happens. And that's the whole story. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It's, it's really, one of the best horror really movies that's been done in a long time. Hand, hands down. I don't like horror movies, and I'd watch that again and again and I know, again I and again. It. It like, so and again. Good. Cabin in the Woods is not. I, sometimes like, I have a hard time even classifying it as horror. 
Uh, it's more of a love letter. Kind of like yeah. Shaun of the Dead type. Right, it's a great like, love letter to yeah. like the yeah. classic horror movies that people really love. Um, and I mean, right now, like horror goes in weird cycles. Um, like in the late 1970s, it was all about the slasher film. Hmm. That's like when you had like Halloween. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and then that kind of moved into movies like when Halloween hit, then you had like uh, The Prowler. That was a really huge one too. And then that transitioned into the monster movie, and that became the monster movie for a long time. When and did then, Romero's first come out? Rome- like well, the Romero's, zombie I, the zombie flicks, I believe, I want to say is in the 1970s, um, was really their big heyday. I think they finished out in the early 80s. I, 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 it's a shame I can't remember this for the life of me, but... Yeah. No, because um, they had one in the 2000s. Well, the, yeah, I'm saying when they started. Like, oh, the, okay. the, main, the main three, the original Night of the Living Dead, hmm. um, Dawn of the Dead, then Day of the Dead. That were the big ones. And then we yeah. got... The follow-up, like, in the 2000s was Land of the Dead, and then um, we got, um, what was the next one after that? Shopping Mall. No, I just wanted to bring up <laughs> Oh, Sur- Survival Mall. of the Dead, which was, like, the Western one, which was really Oh, that cool. was more recently, though. Well, yeah, that was Survival yeah. of the Dead, and then they finished out, his last one was Diary of the Dead, I believe, which was really good, too. Wait, Diarrhea of the Dead? <laughs> Diary of the Dead. Because that, that's hideous, dude. Well, it was kind of cool, because Diary of the Dead, what that actually did was it went back to the night of Night of the Living Dead. Okay. And it was going through... Did it explain, like, Patient Zero then? They did a found footage Uh. of them going through and then dealing with the events. And the reason he kind of did that is it's not very well known um, to people that don't know hard very well, but Night of the Living Dead, Romero never got credit for it. Really? They were so poor when they made that, that film... That they just figured they never copywrote it. Oh. And they actually, when they made their first print, they actually put, they actually drew the little registered trademark on their logo, oh. but never sent it in. He never got a single penny for that movie, which wow. is why you can find it that in 45 sucks. different copies of VHS and yeah. DVD. And yeah. it's on every cable channel because it's a free license Oops. movie. So that's why what happened to it. So that was kind of him being able to go back and gotcha. like do something interesting with it. But gotcha. it was, uh, it was a cool movie. But, like, the reason, like, it's kind of fun to bring up, like, Romero. Like, Romero's kind of considered the godfather of what we consider zombies. zombies like, yeah. they existed mm-hmm. beforehand, like, um, back in the movies in the 50s. Like, there was Vincent Price movies, like, yeah. um, um, like I think it was, like, I Walked With a Zombie, and uh, Zombie Holocaust was another big one. There was tons of different ones. White Zombie, I think, was the first one. And they were, like, voodoo creatures. They were people yeah. that were brought back from, like, uses of, like, voodoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until Romero when... the origin, yeah. Yeah, that they changed it and turned it into something new. And, like, everything that we know di- now is based off of Romero's yeah. zombie. A disease more than a... Right. Yeah, an individual takeover. Or and that was the one thing they never yeah. did, too, is they never explained how it started. Ah. I'll also tell you this. When we did... Uh, I do a lot of movie premieres, and I host movie premieres, and when... Uh, what was it? For, what was it? Something days later. 28 days. 28 days. 28, 28 days, days later. Yep. Uh, that when that so came bad. out... I was doing the premiere of that, and the movie studio came to me beforehand and said, if I use the word zombie while doing the introduction and hosting everything, that they will pull it and not show it, because this is not a zombie movie. Really? This is an infected people movie. Yeah. It's a virus. And it's still outbreak. considered a zombie movie. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah. It is considered yeah. a zombie yeah. I mean, it's like when people are like, oh, it's the rage virus. And I'm like, there's fucking zombies. They're eating They're people. Zombies. They're eating people. Yeah. 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 No, and it's you have true. infections where it causes people to eat other people, you're making a zombie. Now, Let's I, yeah, honest. I agree. I don't watch zombie movies, uh, personally, because I, I have nightmares about zombies without watching zombie movies, which is why I don't watch them, because I'm like, you know what? If I watch them, I'm going to have a cardiac <laughs> fucking arrest in my yeah. sleep and die. 
Um, but fair. if I'm not mistaken, 28 Days Later is is the introduction of fast moving, extremely aggressive no, zombies, right? Actually, no, okay, I wasn't. Not, see, that's because um, I don't watch them. I'm not. The first time we saw, more, when did we first see the like the real intense version of fast moving? I'm sure it happened in a couple smaller films in the past. Like every once in a while, like you'd see a 1980s zombie movie where. You'd see like they a zombie like mm-hmm. darting, but like the rest of the movie, they'd all be like shambling. shambling. Yeah, um, it always seems like it's kind of like the mummy. It's like how the hell does he catch up to people? Like he's always like moving like a Wears step in time. Down. Wears right. him down. Yep. <laughs> so, but the first time we saw it was actually the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which was done by Zack Snyder, who's the man that's helming Batman versus Superman. Was that before? Okay. Did that come out before uh, Twenty Eight Days? Yes, it actually oh. did. Um, that I forget timeline on that, but uh, that was his first big breakthrough for Hollywood before he did like Watchmen and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That was his big, big one. And actually, because I just remembered it too, like his the official reason we got those zombies, quote unquote, mm-hmm. they're they never said virus. The best we ever got from the Romero is when hell is full, the dead will walk the earth. Oh, that was the best we ever got from that, and that so, was the that was the joke that everybody stuck with was. So it's a housing problem in New Jersey that starts all this. <laughs> but, well, oh. You know, the virus outbreak starts in Pittsburgh, so it's not that far away. Not that far away. So, That's true. So. <laughs> they, still have a, they still have a parade every year. They do. To honor yeah. it. Uh, yeah. My dad remembers as a kid going uh, going awesome. to it and seeing it. Now, Bill, like, or, you, you kind of actually are the one that brought up this topic. Like, well, um, I brought it up because uh, Walking Dead's actually coming back for right. season five. Is it five? Is it five? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Season five or season four? Uh, season five. Season five. Season five. Um coming back this Sunday and I am awfully excited about it. Yeah. But it's interesting because when it first came out everybody was all up in arms like, "Oh, zombie zombie zombies, everybody loves zombies and let's make a zombie movie here and a zombie TV show and yeah. the zombie comic book which we're going to turn into a TV show." And recently, I think it's kind of died down. I think like, it has. Thank a lot God of people have kindly finally come down and said, "Wait a minute. Zombies, you know, aren't big and hot shit anymore and let's not talk about them ad infinitum yeah i actually gotta say that's um the walking dead as much as like it's very well done i just got super huge with like a pet peeve with it because it really did blow everything into the mainstream like really hardcore between that and like zombie land and other movies and like the parody movies and all sorts of shit and it just like got so heavily in the mainstream and that used to be like a horror nerd thing where it was like you would sit around and like playing your zombie escape and shit like that and or you know your zombie survival and crap but it's like now it's just so it's everywhere it is so oversaturated well i mean i think a big part of that too is like when that really hit it just also happened to be at the same time where there was a lot of interesting zombie stuff finally coming out. Yeah. And the problem is all of it caught at the same time. Like, you had Max Brooks's book, The Zombie Survival Guide. Yeah, that hit the same time that Walking Dead as a TV show came out. That's true. Like, and it was, I mean, like, Zombie Survival Guide was maybe out a year or two before Walking Dead hit AMC. And I also know what it was, too. That was the time of the TV boom. Uh, when television actually started doing things that were impressing more so, it was only maybe like two or three years into it, like Breaking Bad was already just, just running. Mm-hmm. And people were no longer looking at the cinema for like the getting their fix. And everybody was like, holy crap, they're putting hard horror on TV. Like it's mm-hmm. out, outside of like HBO, like watching Tales from the Crypt or like old Twilight Zone, like in syndication runs, like Twin Peaks. Like you didn't, there wasn't a lot of that around. But this is the first time I remember like seeing like real hard gore, like really like. Hollywood level makeup stuff, and it was on the tip of everybody's tongue. Hmm. 
As far, I mean, as far as the craze goes, uh, I, I don't necessarily know that it's over. I mean, I, I, I just want to point out that tonight is actually the uh, Philadelphia's zombie pub crawl. I've got actually several friends that are zombified up and probably loaded at this point. Oh, you mean the Westchester? The Westchester. Oh, is it Westchester? Yeah. I thought they're doing yeah. the Westchester. Philly's I'm sorry. Always on uh, Easter the Sunday. Is it? Easter okay. Sunday every year. Well, I, but anyway, there there are still very large public uh, I know, events. Yeah, that we know this. <laughs> you alcoholics. Bill's laughing at us. <laughs> um, but but I, I figured you know I knew that it's possible that zombies had uh, jumped the shark when NPR. You know, started running stories and stuff discussing zombies in a oh, playful God. manner. I was like, when NPR brings the subject up, it's it's, it's oversaturated. But uh, but it has been around an awful long time, and yeah. you know, I, I don't think it'll ever fully disappear. Well, it's kind but, of like uh, it's like every traditional horror monster. It's like vampires or werewolves. All it takes is like one of those things to do really well and pick up the right way, and then it's a huge cultural phenomenon. Again. Boom. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, but this has gone, this has transcended more because you had uh, Twilight, you had, uh, well, that's the most recent version of the <laughs> let's make vampires popular, and it totally changed vampires and pussified Ugh, the fuck out yeah, of them. Yeah, really did. But you even had Interview with the Vampire, you had the Anne Rice novels, there's been a lot of things, and vampires have always been popular, but they never hit the saturation level that the zombies have. Mm-hmm. And even into, into my realm, going into the board games, you see a lot of uh, game reviews that I keep up on. And they're going, ugh, another zombie-themed yep. game. Because mm-hmm. they're coming out, they're saturating every market, even the board game market. Actually, I think that kind of ties in, though, with... Um, there is a huge cultural like push for post-apocalyptic, dystopian-type stories. And the zombie theme fits that, because it's that post-apocalyptic vibe. Because, I mean, like, look at what's really huge. Like, in the book sphere, young adult is, like, seized the corner on, like, post-apocalyptic and dystopian fiction. Like, Hunger Games really propelled that. But, and it's, like, they've just been churning out so many yeah. books that it's, are all that. Well, true, true. It, but yeah. why, why so much in the zombie? Because you could go so other ways. You could go yeah. Mad Max style with it. Like, yeah, you can go whatever um, you want. Yeah, th- there's, a, there's a lot of different things you could do. But they're focusing on zombies. And I think it's because zombies have just... They're very interesting, and people always are going to have this fascination with, like, death and everything, but it doesn't change the fact that we're just getting oversaturated with it. Yeah. Well, it's not just a fascination with death. Zombies represent, I mean, vampires, oh, vampires, scary, but vampires are very, uh, very targeted. In other words, they're intelligent creatures, you know. Zombies are a, a, a thought, you know, there's, there's no thought to them. They are literally just a plague. You know, and there's something that I think is deeply, deeply terrifying with the idea of something coming after you uh, with malevolent intent, but no thought behind it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that really touches. Oh, it's like animalistic. Yeah, it's that animalistic really nature. touches a touches touches a, I think a a deep core fear in, in the human psyche. Well, I actually have a good question, Bill, because you, you you did say you're excited for the new season of Walking Dead, and like I enjoyed the show. I, I totally enjoyed the show, and I just kind of fell off a little bit around season three. Um, I thought the mirror stuff was a little slow. Um, I like I the show's done incredibly well, but it feels like every season they have half the season where it's just a slow burn, and then it's like last half of the season, like everything's happening, like it has odd pacing. But that aside, um, does the fact that there is such a zombie boom does that detract from you enjoying the show? It, it certainly doesn't. I mean, I've enjoyed the show from well, I'm not from. Episode one because I didn't jump in on it. So on you, bin, you binged to catch up. I binged to catch up, and I enjoyed every minute of it. And I hopefully will enjoy every minute of it from this point on. And 
I mean, I know you said it kind of started off with a big zombie thing, then a slow burn. If they do the same thing with this season, it's going to be reversed where they are right now without giving away too many spoilers. It's going to be big action and, and kind of, you know... Season 4 got them out of the prison finally, right? Season 4 got them out of the prison. And then they move forward. Yeah. Okay. They're starting off in a very precarious situation. So. Hmm. Yeah, for me, like, that actually... It, I As much as I want to watch Walking Dead, the oversaturation did kind of kill it for me. I can't. I mean, like... I'll, I'll catch it. It's good. It's well done. It's like, I'll catch it when it's on and stuff like that, maybe. But I don't go out of my way to watch it. Well, I don't know. My, my question is going to go more to Bill because he's watching more than I have. I watched the first, like, three, four seasons of it, and it was good. But now I've got, like, 30 episodes on my DVR. And mm. as more come out, it just becomes more daunting to, oh, I'm not going to start watching this. There's too much to catch up on. Mm-hmm. But... I remember looking at it going, this isn't a zombie show. This is a show about human survival with zombies in it. But Mm -hmm. it's not a zombie show. Well, that's what the comic book is. The zombies are not the focal point. It's everything else. They're the background to it all. I was just going to touch on that point that it's progressed from, you know, the initial seasons like season one and a little bit of season two. We're like, okay, how do we deal with the zombies? How do we deal with the zombies? To especially where you, you know, reference the mayor. How do we deal with the other people? Because yeah. dealing with the other people and dealing with a society where everybody's out for themselves is more of the focus of, of what the show is. And, and they've even hinted at, well, The Walking Dead doesn't necessarily mean the actual zombies. It means the survivors that are trying to walk around that will eventually become dead. You know, that they're almost almost like more like they're almost dead inside. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like everybody jokes, and I even think Max Brooks touched upon it in his book, in the zombie uh, in a zombie apocalypse. The zombies are probably maybe 5% of the reason you're going to die. The other 95% of the survivors that are with you, and who is going to cause you to end up dead? They're going to make a mistake, or somebody's going to do something stupid. And that's <laughs> the reason that you, you, you're going to bite it in those scenarios. It's because somebody else made a bad decision. Yeah, the zombies may be the ultimate cause of your death, but... Not what leads up to it. It's I, most likely human error at some point in time. I don't care what you say, okay? It's cold, it's nighttime. I'm starting a bonfire and playing <laughs> some fucking music, okay? <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. Actually, because I asked Bill, I'm kind of curious for the three of you. Because of how much zombies have been in the culture, are zombies scary to you anymore? No, God, no. Cat, no. Kenny? Well, are we talking about watching a movie about them or if they actually came into existence? No, those like, are two totally different that's things. That's true, that's yep. true. In the, in the media, in the general media, like oh, any movie, video game, do, they, do you still get scared by zombies at all? It can be depending on how it's done. I think no matter what the creature is, whether it's a zombie, whether it's a shark, whether it's a vampire, depending on how they craft that story, it can be scary as fuck. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Okay. It, it has a lot to do with the the context of the individual uh, zombie. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because it was a great um, sentence, wasn't it? With uh, the zombie stuff. Oh, I was going to uh, cite Contagion for that. Ah. As like for a media that uh, still considers zombies scary. When you have limited ammo and you as a survivor will just be overwhelmed by a horde, zombies still can be very scary. Yeah. yeah. And, for, uh, and to the listeners, uh, that's actually Tim chiming in, who is going to be jumping in back and forth. Um, <laughs> so actually, real quick, what is Contagion? Like, I, I think I've heard about it really quickly. 
You mean you want the medical term or no, no, no? Like what? <laughs> like the specific scenario you're discussing? Oh, um, Contagion is a first-person shooter survival, uh, like uh, Left 4 Dead, very much like Left 4 Dead, but instead of you just running around with a fire axe or unlimited ammo, you um, you actually have a very, very limited supply of ammo, and yeah. so resources are, are very thin. Resources are very thin, and your melee attacks don't do very much, and it's a lot of survival, and everybody who's killed within... Players who are killed within the scenario of the game will then turn into zombies, Lovely. and can then... The, the player can then control a zombie and attack oh, attack cool. other non-zombie players. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. It, huh. It's actually really fun. Um, what platform is it on? PC. Yeah, Beautiful, cool. right yeah. up my alley. But it's got zombies in it. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Conundrum. Well, the zombie, um, that whole theme, though, of, like, virus and spreading and stuff like that is actually maneuvering over into vampires a little bit too with the new show out the strain i haven't actually caught any of the episodes but i did read the book back when it and came out and that's based off of guillermo del toro's um yeah it was uh, guillermo del toro and chuck hogan um and it was, so it, the monsters were kind of his design but it was vampirism was treated like a zombie strain where it was like people got infected and there were progressive stages and then like the final progression was the leathery bat-like creatures that were in the dark and stuff like kind of like um, but they spread it through their bite but once you got bitten it spread like a zombie virus rather than like the traditional vampire rules which kind of reminds me of the movie daybreak the vampire movie where oh, like yeah, the entire so culture good. turned into vampires but like they were the ones that didn't feed because food or blood was getting short uh-huh. and they started mutating into more like yeah. zombie style like more like bestial creatures that were yeah. kind of terrifying but yeah that sounds kind of like in that line and that's a good way to prove that like well, monsters can be interesting <laughs> like i think the zombies though and i think of other things though too like um, we're big Bioware fans, like husks. Husks are kind of like from that game, are kind of like zombies. Like they're kind of uh, just, Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect. Uh, yeah, but um, so I mean, like yeah, things like are. that kind of like yeah. team into it a little bit, where like you can kind of play with it and turn it into something different. Yeah, husks are definitely zombies. They're they're manufactured so zombies creepy. by the by the Reapers. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, there's a lot of fun ways you can play with it, where it's like it doesn't have to be a quote unquote so-called zombie, but like, yeah. if it still follows that, those rules, which goes back to like Kenny's point about like you know, 28 days later, it's, it's ultimately still a zombie flick. If they follow the rules of it, it's that same as like if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. And 28 days later was a fantastic. If you have not it seen really 28 was. days later, you should check that movie out. Now I will venture you a warning. 28 Days Later is different movie than 28 Days, which is about Sandra Bullock in a rehab facility finding herself. Oh, God, that's even scarier. times, I was like, uh, I'll look on TV and I'll be like, oh, 28 Days, yeah, zombie. And I click it on and she's crying. Be like, I won't go back and I will not give in. It's awful. Also, to don't make the mistake of 28 Days Later from 28 Weeks Later, yes. which is totally not... Totally different style. Not as great of a movie. I still liked it. It's still it. fun. It's kind I of like... I liked it. I'll put it this way. Like, Blair Witch. Crappy movie. Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Actually, kind of a really fun horror yeah. movie. Um, <laughs> like, a very creative, interesting. Um, what would you say is your best horror... If you were going to recommend one scary movie for people to watch this Halloween season, what would you recommend? Silence of the Lambs. Easy. Why? Actually, uh, Hannibal Lecter is the creepiest motherfucker alive. 
<laughs> if I got to go general horror, I'm actually going to go to, like, we do, like, the Halloween Horror Nights on Sundays every October for, like, the past, like, six years or something like that. Yeah. One of my favorites I've seen in a very long time was the movie The Descent, which was, was just crazy. a fun monster movie. Like, was super creepy. it was tense because it was about rock climbers that get stuck inside of a cave, but, like, they're also still dealing with, like, they're stuck in a fucking cavern, and the way they have to get around is still climbing, So, but you also have a monster element to it, so it's, like... You could die from just fucking up rock climbing, or you die from a monster. And it was, like, intense. It was well shot. It was very claustrophobic. It was just a really generally fun horror movie. I mean, that's, like, what I always look for. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with, and everyone knows what my answer is going to be. Oh, The Strangers. Oh the, strangers. <laughs> the Strangers. Watch it. Watch it. It explains. You always watch those horror movies, and they're like, oh, why don't they just call for help? They explain why. Why didn't they just drive away? They explain why. Everything happens. And that movie is actually based on an unsolved crime. According to the crime scene, that's what they think happened. It messed with my head. And a week after I saw it for the first time, I'm walking through my parents' backyard. And I found myself looking over my shoulder and walking a little bit faster to get to my car. If a horror movie stays with you a week after you've seen it, it's a good flick. Yeah, but with a title like The Strangers, I just imagine a movie about a whole bunch of guys sitting on their hand for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours, Fish? Uh, I don't really, again, I don't, and this, th actually, I don't even know if you guys would classify this one as a horror movie. Uh, Resident Evil scared the shit out of me. Yeah. That's a good film. Uh, it did. I never played the game, uh, but the yeah. movie itself, for some reason, that, that one scared me pretty good. And, uh, I mean, it was fun because it had a lot of action. I like action, I think... Uh, far more than horror, and it was a good mix. Well, and again, I don't know if you consider it horror or not. I know it was based on a video game, but uh, I mean, it had a good amount of fear in it and a good amount of people shooting guns. So, you know. <laughs> um, I can't, mind blanking on like a specific movie that's terrifying, usually because I avoid them because I'm a wuss. But actually, I'm going to go with the TV, like the first season of Supernatural. Scared the good. shit out of oh, me. Oh, oh my God. Like, yes. So yes. many episodes, I'd be like, Mom, I'm scared. He's like, Really? I'm like, Yes, this is terrifying. I, I had this conversation Dude, with the Ashley first the other day. Yep. It was so It is. Scary. Yeah. I mean, if you're not into horror, it can be quite well, terrifying. It's, it's the beautiful thing. It's It does what, like, Tales from the Crypt did, mm -hmm. where they jumped between every style trope. You could have a monster, you could uh -huh. have something supernatural, which was what was fun. And that's what that first season did. It was uh, yeah. less about the drama between the characters and more about them dealing with kind of like the monster of the week scenario. And yeah. sometimes that can be boring when you're not building something big, but they did a good job of doing that without making it like, oh my god, the brothers are fucking fighting again. It's, it's, so, it, it's a fun show, but after ten years, you're like, okay. Stop fucking I don't know. I'm, I'm still current on Supernatural, and I watched uh, episode one when it came out of uh, this current season. They did a bang-up job on it. No spoilers, yeah. no good. spoilers on catching up. It was good. So, okay, Bill. There's one you have, don't, I guarantee you don't have in your list. And if I have to recommend one other horror film, I'm going to do this really quick so we can move on to the next thing, but... There's a movie, if you like Army of Darkness, it's Sam Raimi's kind of next big horror movie he did after Evil Dead. It was called Drag Me to Hell. And Drag Me to Hell had, like, every classic, like, horror movie kind of trope that, like, had that Sam Raimi feel. It was, like, had, like, Stephen King kind of nods in it all over the place. Um, but it was also comical. And at the same time, like, they did all these fun things. Fun. And they had these great twists and turns in the movie. And while, like, yeah, it had sometimes did, like, weird, funny, goofy CG stuff, ultimately, though, like, it was just fun. It was just, it felt like Evil Dead. It felt like what Evil Dead became. 
And Bill, I saw you just write down so that you remember to watch Drag Me to Hell. Yep. I'm pretty sure I have it, so I can lend that to you. Oh, I need okay. to borrow that again, too. I fucking love that movie. And as long as you're talking about cheesy horror movies that are just fun, Piranha 3D. Uh, <laughs> I will totally agree with you on that. I so will I. They knew what it was when they made it. They, they, they didn't say we're going to make a good movie and it turned out bad. They said, let's make a bad movie and it'll be fun. It's also one of the few times that somebody said we're going to go into it and make a cult film. And they actually succeeded with making a cult film. Usually when you say we're going to make a cult movie... It becomes a movie that nobody wants to watch. They did it right. Like, they were, like, true to what the original movie was, handed up just the right way, and played up into, like, the almost that 90s and, like, the, the aughts um, horror genres and how the characters were. You had a lot of the dude bros and all that stuff. But, like, but it worked. And, it, like, they, they tackled it the right way, and they didn't, they successfully made a good monster movie, technically. Like, I guess that's the best way you can put it. But it was fun. It was goofy, it was fun, and then you had a random odd moment where every guy cups their junk and you're like, oh dear god that's horrendous. Yep. When uh, I'm not going to even bring it up, but just, just watch the movie and you'll <laughs> you know don't the have to. And now. if you want to watch it, I think I have that one as uh, well. So, And then they also made Prana a sequel to that, Prana 3 Double Day. So. <laughs> oh, well, I, think, I think that's the one I might have, it's Prana 3 Double Day. And they have David have Hasselhoff in that one, so. That's fantastic. So to move on tonight though, um, it's, uh, there's one other thing, oh, don't worry about it. Go ahead. No, jump into it. I was going to have a... I had a recommendation for horror movies. Go for it. Go and for it. shows. Uh, Leprechaun 4? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but um, if you like uh, K... The Korean style, like, monster flicks, the host is fantastic. Nice. Um, and if you like uh, Silence of the Lambs, watch Hannibal. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Hannibal was actually really good. That yeah. was very impressive. It uh, stars uh, Mads Mikkelsen. That's the only one in the series that I haven't seen. So, because I've seen Hannibal. Um, I'm sorry. Which I've I seen think Science I have Lambs, that I've one seen, as well. I have way too many movies. <laughs> but I've also seen Red Dragon, which, you know, has kind of moved away a little bit from the horror, more to police drama, almost. But, so. Well... One of the other things that was kind of that kind of like this kind of rings true when I think about this season though is also kind of like the best way I can put it it's, it's they're not quite urban legends but it's just the actual legends like when you think of like what people like actually believe in like that cryptozoologist kind of stuff like Bigfoot the Loch Ness monster like do aliens exist ghosts like is there something specific when you think about that stuff that immediately jumps to your brain. Like Wendigo. Wendigos. Loch Ness monster. Nessie. Nessie. Bill. Uh, uh, I don't know. That I mean, I think the Loch Ness monster exists. That's the big I one. Like, I it's, yeah. the, it's the big one. That's the me. one that jumps up for That's you. That's the big um, one too. I, other than that, really, I don't really know about that many legends. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. How about you, Amy Lights? But you guys haven't heard of the emulates, probably. That's a that's a local. It's a localized legend down uh, in Arkansas. Okay, uh, from, Amy, way, from I, Amy. From Amy. Arkansas, right, before, before you continue that, yeah. how, about, how about you, Tim? Oh, um. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> I did not have my finger on the mute button for my microphone. So, um, I don't actually have one where, like, a legend or an urban legend that I believe in. Um, not, not really. I have nothing. Um, I know, pe- I know people who staunchly believe in, like, that Bigfoot's real. Um, hmm. I wish people could see this, but. Aliens. <laughs> not not saying it's right. aliens, 
But it's aliens. <laughs> I think um I think that uh who was it? Mitch Hedberg had it right with Bigfoot, where he said I think Bigfoot is blurry, and that's the problem. <laughs> it's not the photographer's fault. Nice. And that's giant... extra scary to me, because somewhere out there, there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Okay. And I'm actually surprised, because this also goes to um, more local stuff before we jump into to fetches, but nobody brought up the Jersey Devil. That's I'm never a big fan of the Jersey yeah. Devil. That's an old legend, though. I mean, it's like I it mean, made it onto Supernatural. It did, it did. Right? Yeah. and the X Files. Yeah. Spoilers. I didn't tell you what happened. <laughs> but yeah, but the Jersey Devil. I, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I don't really. Know. I know the the basic legend stretches back to what the late 1800s, mid 1800s, uh, something mid, like that. Early mid 1800s. Has there been a whole lot of occurrences like yes. after the? Okay, yeah. see, I didn't know that. I've I've only known about like the. We found a whole bunch of foot tracks in the snow, and they went for like twenty-seven miles. And you don't have to walk twenty-seven miles in one night, so it's got to be a demon, you know. Uh, I didn't know that of, there was a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of inconsistency too about the Jersey Devil myth, so yeah, nobody yeah. quite knows exactly what. Like, it's supposed to be in the Pine Barrens. Yeah, it's New Jersey Pine Barrens, so like pretty much uh, Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens, if memory serves correctly, uh, that runs part around the Atlantic City Expressway. Yeah. Um, on that oh, length yeah. of that, then there's nothing but woods. It's like all just lots and lots that thing woods. is definitely dead. Then it has definitely been hit by a fucking truck <laughs> a long time back and smeared across the concrete. Well, that's woods, the pine barrens stretch out for a long ass time. Like that's. It's also a great place to dump a body. Yeah. So I mean, like that's the like. Yeah, there's been a lot of like weird. Legends with the Jersey Devil. The reason that where, where Witch was taking place? No, no, no there was Maryland. Burkittsville, Maryland is yeah. where they set that one. Um, the reason I actually brought up the Jersey Devil, and not my story is really quick before we get near us, but I really just, I'm pump curious it. on what the hell you're Do talking about. Do not pump mine up because it's um, really not that much. So the Jersey Devil, the reason I kind of said it is actually, the re that's the one that kind of always jumps out to me because my dad swears to God to this day that he's on the Jersey Devil. Hmm. He was driving down the AC Expressway really late one night and at some point in time, like, he said there's no other cars really on the road. Like, it's like one of those 3 or 4 a.m. coming out of AC, coming mm -hmm. back to, like, back into, like, the Delaware area where he was living at the time. And he said all of a sudden, in because, like, there's no real median in some of those long stretches. And he said that he sees a guy that is dead set standing in the middle of the road, look really super deformed arms out screaming in the middle of the street and he's like it wasn't it wasn't a human being and he's like he's like and he's down the major drag stretch of where all these sightings were supposed to happen and he like when he told me the story yeah this was he said like back when he was in his 20s like like mid to late 20s and like even when he told me the story that like he looked white and he looked uncomfortable telling me this like he was obviously very terrified like he said, to this day, he said it had that look of somewhere in between an animal, but if you took, like, the classic 1950s devil kind of look, like, there was the red skin with yeah. the horns, uh, the really elongated features, very sharp, pointy-looking, kind of think Jafar, you know? Ooh! Uh, from Disney. Um, so, but, like, yeah, he swears to God, and he said he swerved out of the road, and the thing yep. was behind him and screaming back at his car. And really? Said oh, scared the absolute shit out of me. That's awesome. Yeah. But that makes you wonder where legends come that your from. dad had been on shrooms when he was <laughs> <laughs> If my dad did shrooms, I think that would have changed my perspective of him as a whole. Like, I know he smoked up at least once or twice. I did get that, but... 
This one, I think, was a little different. We had some weird occurrences in my family. So I'm sure we'll get into that next the, episode. Um, Amy well, before we get into the Amy lights, I just want to say something. No, no, it's interesting, but it's not that interesting. He needs time to make it up. No, 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 no. no well, but, but much like Rob, I'll say about the Amy lights, much like Rob, part of the reason that, that it, it stands out to me is I've experienced it. And okay. that 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 I think matters when it comes to legends and, and I've got local experience lore and stuff as well. But uh, Not like oh that. my! <laughs> but as far as where legends originate from, it that got me thinking because I I almost would like to go back to Camden, Arkansas because I'm wondering if I didn't start one myself. I uh, out in the middle of and I mean I don't know Camden, Arkansas is the middle of a pine forest. Um, and one night I had been uh, thrown out of a moving vehicle on a gravel road over a. Uh, Disagreement. I can't remember what it was be about. be gay in Arkansas. Well, no, no, I had nothing to do with that. But anyway, so I'm wandering up and down and finally decide I'm going to walk home, but I'm not really sure exactly where I'm at. So I'm walking up this completely desolate road. There's no street lights or any shit. It's dark at night. And a pickup truck comes whipping by me. And I, I turn around because it's Arkansas and I've got long hair. At the time, I should mention wearing very dark clothing and my, my black trench coat. And I see them slow down. I see the brake lights and they, the reverse lights. So I duck into the woods real quick. And they come back very slowly and just, like, are scanning. And I'm thinking to myself, either they realize I've ducked into the woods, or they're going, what the fuck was that? And where did it go? You know, and, yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, the human mind can play tricks on you, too. And I'm really not saying sad. he didn't see what he saw. No, like, well, that's, that's the fun part about a lot of that stuff, though, Yeah, too. it's like, like somebody spinning you a yarn, or, like, was there something specific, or, like, was it just that time of night where, like... You're a little lag lagging behind the wheel, and your brain's playing tricks on you. You know that's always kind of fun. Oh, and okay. there are yeah. cre- there are creepy, creepy people that exist. I mean, look yeah. at Honey Boo Boo's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me if you saw that walking through the woods at night, you wouldn't be freaked out and be like, "Fucking Bigfoot exists." <laughs> that's <laughs> what shotguns are for. That's so. <laughs> that, would just, that would just make her angry. Let's hear. Right, let's well, hear the, your, okay. your, your Amy lights. And again, if you're if you're if you're from Arkansas, you'd know about the Amy lights. Again, it's a, it's a big legend down there. Uh, it, they're in Amy, Arkansas. That's where it gets its name from. There's a, a long dirt road that, that leads off of one of the, the main roads through the town, and it's a small town. Uh, and I'm thinking it might have been an old access road because there used to be railroad tracks that ran through it, and this is part of the legend. The Amy lights, you, you drive down this long dirt road towards the end of it, and you just park and you turn your lights off and you wait. And you wait. And eventually, uh, you will see, almost, it's almost like a flash bulb in some cases. In other cases, it's an actual orb, a glowing orb, that'll just kind of appear, float, and then and then disappear. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me the first time I saw it, because we were all sitting in the car, and we're kind of, you know, hey, this could be real, couldn't be real. The tension started to raise, and right as the hair on the back of my arm started to stand up, that's when we saw it in orb fashion at that point. Scared the shit out of me. Now, the local legend is supposedly back when the railroad track that was running through there was active, you know, an old railroad uh, inspector or something got beheaded. I, somehow he ended up on the track, his head gets cut off, and he, the light is his lantern because he's still trying to find his dismembered head. And that acts probably a, a recurring theme because I know I've heard that in other places, a headless somebody looking for their well, head. That gets into, kind of like, that gets, that gets into, that gets into like urban legend. Yeah, it, it was creepy, but I actually, like I said, physically experienced him, and that's why it stood out, because that's, that's cool. something that like seared itself into into my yeah. brain. But, yeah. Uh, well, you know. I mean, like I said, like ultimately all these are very much urban legends as opposed to just legends. Mm. I mean, like you think about like Nessie, you, yeah, that's part of like the Locks lore. so real. Mm. But like... Could be. Could you be. think so about real. You think about the like, dinosaur. Yeah, you think about the logistics of how many species of things that we're Coco? still discovering to Coco. this day. 
that's a yeah. huge part of that. That's yeah, great. that's actually, to be honest with the Nessie thing, that's the reason I think that, like, it could be. It's because, I mean, like, they're still discovering shit under the ocean. So, I mean, like, if it's a deep lake and there and is, is a very high chance that there could be something that was left over that, like, was from the ocean that only, you know, survived in that lake, whatever. Hmm. So, it could be something, and I'm not saying it's a huge monster, but it's something that they don't know. Yeah, true. I um uh, I watch uh was it the that one angler that goes after river monster river, oh, river yeah. monsters yeah that guy's yeah. amazing and he's he's actually gone after gigantic sturgeon before and yeah. that's that's one of the big legends out there is that um sturgeons will come up and like eat boats damn uh Jesus it's Christ. like people talk about this like 30 foot long monster fish that will come up and, and capsize a boat and eat the person out of the boat. And that, nice. That's one of the things that um, that he was speculating on is that the, the, these sturgeons yeah. who live in deep, 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 deep lakes will come up to the surface every so often and will not capsize a boat. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that could be where the Nessie thing stemmed from. You don't know. I mean, think about, like, how long for everybody said, and even Jules Verne, like, 20,000 mm-hmm. Leagues Under the Sea, they mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. the giant squid. Yep. It wasn't until, like, what, like 10, 15 years ago that we actually had proof that a giant squid actually exists. And we found a live one. Though, yet, with, though. with the Loch Ness, I think you guys might be all wet. Oh, oh you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Bill? Like, what, cut which, that. What, what, where's your viewpoint stand on Loch Ness? Why was Loch Ness the big one that sticks out for you? Well, it's, it's the one I think I've heard the most about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the one that's probably the most believable, mainly because of the whole deep ocean deep lake thing like there's so much like if you go a hundred feet 200 feet down it's kind of hard to see and it's it's, we, it's a lake uh, it's a lock so i mean those like kind of lakes they're like muddy and dirty so you exactly, can't really see too. so i mean you can't see it and the problem is with most of our stuff if we can't see it we don't believe it exists. Oh, oh, I yeah. disagree. If we can't see it, we make up all kinds of fucking stories about what's there. <laughs> well, this is true, but you know, for unfortunately, most of our our, our rational our rational mind, you know, our, the rational <laughs> yeah, mind that speaks those? to us is like, well, no, if we can't see it, then nah, it's just a figment of our imagination or something we made up or something like that. Hmm. So, Kenny, you're saying Nessie? No, screw it. But one, all right, here's the thing, because you're bringing up like, oh, the ocean, and you're going, oh, who, there's a lot of things that we we haven't found, and look, in the rainforest, we found this brand new tiny little bug the size of a penny in the rainforest. Yeah, okay, you're talking about now saying over years of people scuba diving, sending down, sending down remote Sonar drones, sonars, yeah. everything, yeah. it's a lake. And you've got a monster that takes it's up a, a good chunk of that lake. But it's a, it's a big, big, big fucking lake. lake. I don't know, man. It's unreliable, too. It's yeah. not always like, I, you know, all I the stuff think, that they're using is not the yeah, I don't, I don't think okay. the Loch Ness what? Monster has anti-radar detector. Let's still put it this way. There was a plane that went missing not too long ago that everybody's like, I guess it's just not there. Nobody has any fucking... Well, that got taken away by aliens. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, there's a big question that kind of goes with this stuff. Say, for example, somebody said, I have a 100% way to tell you by the end, like, end of, like, a month's amount of research. Like, they could completely dredge that lake down to the bare minimum and then get everything back in one place. I'm saying, hold on. But I'm saying, they dredge the lake make sure that entire environment is safe, whatever. And this is a massive hypothetical. I do understand this. But 
If they can give you 100% proof positive that you could find out if Nessie is real or not, would you want to know? No. Yes. No. 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 Yes. No. Nope. I would. Tim? Um, they've actually done sonar scans of uh, the, the lock where Nessie's supposed to, to live. Yeah. And they haven't found anything. Yeah. They have but. done they have done full lake scan uh, sonar scans of of the lock and they yeah. haven't found anything. Underwater caves. Yeah. No. I, I, I would want to know. I, know I like the not knowing. I it, like the idea. It's more of fun to have these legends stay yeah. existing. It's, well no it is. It's it's fun to have dis to have disbelief in things. Like That's true. It's fun to have disbelief, but we've got hundreds of thousands of things that we can create and have this disbelief in. And Nessie's been around for so long. I'm fine with knowing. It's it's like if you're watching a, a movie that's like a mystery in the first five minutes of the movie, I don't want to know who the killer is. But after an hour and a half, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Tell me who the killer is. I want to know. So you're saying the Loch Ness Monster comes out of the lake late at night and strangles people? No! <laughs> okay, because that would be awesome! Dude, that would be so cool. The Loch Ness Strangler. Can you, yeah, can you imagine it sneaking up on somebody? Squish. <laughs> Squish. Well, think about it, too. Like, Nessie's not the only one that they say. It's true. Like, think about, like, Lake Champlain. Mm -hmm. Like, they've got Champ or Champy, you know? Yeah. Ogo, Pogo. Well, yeah, um, there's a ton of those things, too. It's really interesting. The Loch Ness Monster is Jack the Ripper. Oh, that <laughs> is good. Oh my gosh! No, they um they, they have a pretty they, good yeah. idea of who Jack the, the Ripper, Ripper was. Is. Yeah, yeah through DNA DNA testing actually. No, 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 that was disproved. Was that really? Yeah, yeah because oh, they, the, the DNA it was, was off found a on a shawl from that the... wasn't made until like oh, ten years yeah, after the crime. I know what you're talking about. I totally yeah, know what you're talking it was about. It, well, then without that, why, why are they? Why are they so certain? What was the guy's name? It's a guy from America. Well, yeah, but he came one to of America the worst. No, no, it's a guy from America oh, went to. that was one of the worst serial killers. Huh? They say his body count is somewhere. It's unknown. It's somewhere between twenty and a thousand people. Really? He had what was called the murder hotel. That's Where kind of a huge margin of error. 20 no. to a that's thousand. Because, because he would, they have no idea. He confessed to he confessed to 20, but they know there was more. Yeah, I was gonna, he yeah. made, one of the things he Zero did was he made a hotel liars. for Chicago for when the World's Fair was there. Because people come from all mm -hmm. over. And if random people here or there go missing, like 100, 200 people out of hundreds of thousands, no one's going to notice. When was it? He would pump gas into the room and put them to sleep. Then his followers would take them down into the basement where he would carve them open and take out pieces of anatomy because hmm. he was obsessed with trying to figure out how to stay young. Oh, and then he yeah. would incinerate the bodies. He had a glass factory and that didn't produce any glass. He just yeah. used it for incinerating. And when Jack the Ripper took place, he went over to England right before the murder started. Yeah. And when they, uh, that one note they have from Jack where he signed it, yeah. uh, they did a hand signature match or a, a handwriting yeah. match, yeah. and it was like 98% right matched with him. Yeah, like but there's a, there's a, uh, the Jack the, the Ripper killers didn't really seem to be anatomy driven so much as they just seemed to be almost like hatred driven, anger no, driven. He well, would, the ja no, the Jack the Ripper, yeah. he would remove organs, and people said it's amazing he removed these organs with precision. Well, yeah, some of them, but I mean. And that's what this guy did. Well, there was, I think, like, so he was one of, he's been one of the long term suspects. There was a doctor that was another one, and then yeah. there was another. A butcher, I think. There was a, there was a guy that uh, left. 
uh, England just as the murders were ending, ending, they came over to America. In fact, he was actually referred to, because I think he killed a few people in New York, and was actually referred to as the New York Jack the Ripper. Uh, you know, we may never know. I, I'm really, I'm it's, so it's, disappointed it's, to hear about the DNA getting Trump, because I didn't hear that. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's uh, kind of, well, the thing is, though, think about it this way, though. That's still like one of those, it's the great unsolved mystery. It's the same thing. It's more fun to have that legend continue for yeah. another 150 True. years. And than it is to just put it, a, a finite end to it. But I, it's a huge. I mean, I also talk because the guy that um, the guy that was giving a talk about this, he went over to England to talk about it, and they warned him not to really disprove it or not to put too much emphasis on the fact that this guy really could solve who the Jack the Ripper is because it's like a billion dollar industry. Think about it. Like it's oh, the yeah, tourism, yeah. it's the games, yeah. it's the movies. I say Jack the Ripper, and every single one of you knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a big thing, right? I mean, like that's like that's, that's why a lot of these legends too. That's why it's you never really want them to have that mystery taking away because it's that fun mystery in life. Like you really never know if some of this stuff's real, but like it's fun to debate that crap. Like is Bigfoot real? Do you like the UFO abductions all happen like what everybody thinks it is? What about Area 51? Are Chupacabras real? It's all this stuff. Um, I, yeah. No, no, I mean, Chupacabras are probably just Mexican pissed off cats. There. No, Chim no, no, Chimichangas no, no. are definitely real. <laughs> I had one at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that's what's so much fun about that stuff. And it's like, it, it's that like chance that like you, 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 if, if you ever were to visit these places, and these things could potentially exist. It's allowing your brain to kind of run wild mm -hmm. with it. And like walking through the woods, you're like, was that Bigfoot? Or was that like, if you went to Loch Ness and you saw something moving that you couldn't explain, wouldn't that be a, such a much for, a more fun story to tell down the road? It's like, I think I may have seen Nessie. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. I, well, I agree with the, um, you know, stuff like Nessie and shit like that. But with Jack the Ripper, yes, there's a lot of mystery around it. But like serial killers are definitely real. And that shit's terrifying well that's uh, again but it's also the, like i understand what you mean like that is really terrifying but it's it's the fact that it's got like it's but that's more certain that's more certain a serial killer is i mean that's a, a real thing thing yeah we don't like know definite. if the, we don't know if loch ness monster really yeah, exists there's no debate that yeah. there are serial killers though that's a but you also have to look at things like jack the ripper though thing. it could have yep. been multiple people hmm. yeah it's it's the thing with the jack the ripper where you don't know who it was yeah. so that uncertainty of That's of the, the actual identity part. where that that mystery and that legend comes hmm. from where yeah. where it's really terrifying because it is actually happening and it it could ha and it's just that mystery of who really is jack mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Hmm. but it's it, it's those fun urban legends that stick oh, with yeah. us so hard oh, yeah. And I, like that's like one of the first things like Halloween kind of approaches, and you're like, it makes you start thinking about all these small little things. But I will say, man, because you're talking about would you want to know or wouldn't you want to know? If you go ghost hunting, if you go Bigfoot yeah. hunting, whatever you guys want to do, I wouldn't want to do that if you told me there was absolutely zero chance of me oh, finding yeah, anything. Yeah. Or yeah. I would, I would want to know. Yeah, I would want. I, I, I would that. go do that because I would want to find out. Yeah. But that goes, I mean, the, the whole, the legend thing goes far, far, far back, though. I mean, uh, we were inventing things. Oh, are you, okay, yeah, we were, uh, we were inventing things long ago. I, I think all the way back into the medieval period where a lot of interesting werewolves, vampires, other legendary creatures, you know, yeah. they came out of the, the natural fact that you spent a whole lot of time planting when it was warm, harvesting, then you'd spent the entire winter 
locked into your very dark domicile, <laughs> surrounded by spooky ass woods, trying to entertain yourself. And I, and I think that that stuck with us, you know. See, and if we did that today, it would just be sex. Well, I'm sure it was back then too, but you know. Uh, one one local urban legend that I, I I've actually done and uh, is the double tunnels in Downingtown. Yeah, I've heard yeah. about those. I've heard about those. Uh, where in between the tunnels, if you have your lights off, and then as you're going into the second tunnel, if you flick your lights on, you can see this uh, this ghost of a hung girl yeah. because yeah. Uh, she committed suicide there by hanging herself. I've done that. It's 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 from my experience, it's bunk. It's just people propagating the legend of that. Yeah. But at the time I did it, I did it in my old uh, my old truck, and one of, I had a little orange light on the dash, and it was reflecting off of one of my windows, and I was scared shitless. <laughs> nice. The Downingtown Twin Tunnels are actually one of our hugest urban legends we out here, and I'm going to get into another one, not in this episode, the next one coming up. We're yeah, definitely going to be talking story. really, really heavily about one place that I have had multiple friends all have the same experience without oh. knowing exactly what we all experienced beforehand. So every time we had a carload of people go through, it always turned out in the same thing. So make sure you check out the next episode when we talk about the Gates of Hell, which is uh, a really classic story from Sawmill Road out in Downingtown. It's actually in the weird Pennsylvania book. It is a very, very, seems very like a legitimate story too when you even read the history about it. Um, you can even go online and I'll give you more information next episode, but wait until then. In the meantime, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in a little while. Stay put. We're back. So, it didn't even feel like we were gone. It didn't. Oh it's it like seconds. <laughs> Time warp. So, it's just a jump to the left. Oh, no. Oh, we're, not gonna, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. Okay. So, that deserves a bell. Uh, sweet. Don't add to this, Tim. <laughs> so, anyway, we got Halloween's coming up in like, what, three weeks? I guess. I don't know. Is it three oh, months? Yeah. Time warp. Yeah, yeah three oh, weeks. Three weeks. Just so, to jump to the left. Right. Come on. And a step to the right. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to be spreading like a plague. Yeah. So, with Halloween coming up, first thing that everybody thinks about is candy, correct? Candy! Well, costumes and candy. Yeah, candy. Yeah. Okay. So, I got to say, best Halloween candy that's ever existed on the face of the earth has always got to be fucking Reese's Cups. Like, I think that is the yeah, one yeah. thing everybody fucking fights for. Like, I don't yeah, know if you're... pretty glorious. When you were a kid, like, when you dumped out, like, your pillow sack or, like, your little bucket or whatever Most you had... chocolate stuff. Well, right. no, no, wait, wait. I will say this. The best Halloween candy was anything where they didn't give you the fun size. Where you got the full, if it was oh, a full size no. Snickers, Kit Kat, no, no, no. it could have been like a full size Char oh, Charleston Chip. You put them in the freezer, yeah, are good. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, no, hold on, hold on, hold on to that. Just one second. Full so. size, I'm not a midget. But no, like seriously, when you got the full size bars, it was like finding the fucking Holy Grail as a kid. You're like, I'm so excited. And it's so not much sugar. Like, so I, I still don't believe they exist. That's another legend. <laughs> I'm sorry. I never fucking once got full size anything. But I can uh, But the thing is, like, it was things like that. Where has your wife? <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, so, so, like, yeah, things like Reese's Cups. Like, everybody dove all over for him. Like, they mm. wanted that. They wanted fucking Snickers bars, Three Musketeers, Musketeers Milky Way. Like, 
Those were like the key things, like everybody went for. It's true. But also, when you dumped out your bag and you did like your trades with friends or whatever, there was the pariah. There was yeah, there was the pariah <laughs> of the fucking candy. Pariah. So my question to you guys is this: What are the shittiest candies to get on Halloween? And I, I'm gonna tell you this right off the bat: We're gonna rule out getting fucking pennies. Yeah, and it's gotta be a candy. Pennies. No toothbrushes. Like nothing like that. What was the shittiest thing that like really pissed you off? Like when you went through the end of the night and you were like, "Come on." Any candy with a razor blade in it. Fuck, they sucked. <laughs> what were those um, lollipops with like the caramel coating on the outside that were supposed to be like caramel apples and it was oh, a sour thing? Those suck. Clue what you're talking about. No, I do you remember that. They no. sucked. They were the worst. They, they were like, like kind of like like mini candy apples. Like and they just yeah. They, I hate that I've green seen apple flavor. And so it was like green apple flavored um, lollipops covered with this nasty ass caramel shit that like didn't really taste like caramel and was impossible to break through. So you're just like, so it's just got all gummy on your teeth. The best way it to put sucked, it, it wasn't good. And you and the center wasn't delicious. The center was shit. It was like a now. reverse. Go on. It was like a reverse Tootsie Pop. <laughs> they really, really sucked. I do it's remember these. They were terrible. Like, and like you had to like suck on the lollipop for like at least a Five good 15, ten, uh, 15 minutes <laughs> to heat up that shell of caramel. Because it was like, I know. oh, you'll find out about that later. Oh, don't worry about something. But like, no, like it was like honestly, it was like a hard fucking shell. Like it you might sucks. as well put it in the microwave or like run it under a hot tap to make it actually pliable to bite wow. through. Yeah, when well, you've got to run your candy under yeah. a hot tap, that's shitty candy, dude. Okay, so we got Those. shitty lo the, the caramel apple shitty lollipops. I'm gonna go with I believe they were called dem bones. Which was a cool concept because it was little skulls and, yeah. and hand bones and arm bones, but in reality they were fucking Smarties, and I no one likes Smarties. Smarties. No. no, Smarties were like Bullshit. the best ever. Yeah. Thank that you. was like tiny treasures for my mouth. Suck a dick, sir. Smarties no. are the best. <laughs> All right, I gotta say the reason that dim bones kicked ass is because they came in the little fucking plastic like coffins, yeah, coffin. and they you could actually awesome. put together a skeleton, so it was like a puzzle and something you could eat. So but it didn't taste they good. Tasted they so tasted good. like fucking Smarties. Which are still exactly, Smarties. and I just threw away a pack of Smarties that someone <gasps> gave me. Really? Why would you Because they're awful. Sweet tarts sucked. Just Those were like this shitty kind of version person. of Smarties. But what was good though? Shock tarts. Shock tarts. Shock tarts were, were good. Why? They were, they were tart. They were, I they don't were like sour. Tart. I don't. Want I don't. Them to be sour. So wait, wait, wait. wait. So right. what about Warheads? Because I ew, loved Warheads. Ew, warheads. That was like crappy. I threw that shit out. Warheads were the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm having trouble with this whole concept of shitty Halloween candy. Because I was a hyperactive kid. We, okay. didn't, we didn't have anything good in that. There was never ice cream. There was never candy. But my parents Same didn't here. keep... I mean, for kicks, I would literally pour raw sugar into a glass and munch on that until I got caught. I so Is that what you did when you tried on your man suit for the first time? <sighs> Well, men, men in wait. black? Anybody? No? No, no, I, no. completely. I yeah, thought you were going with the homosexual uh, angle Edgar on that suit. one. Edgar suit. Edgar suit, yeah. Now, if you just said well, Edgar suit. Well, Give fish. me sugar. Weren't yeah, you in Arkansas, water. so it wasn't like your Halloween candy meth? No, my... Well, yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. Arkansas candy meth, yeah. Um, <laughs> shut up. But no, 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 no. I actually, my earliest Halloween was Massachusetts, uh, and then Alabama, and then Arkansas, and then okay. Mississippi. So, anyway, point being... There all was no good. candy I wouldn't eat. All candy's good. All of it was good. Okay, I'm gonna ask you this this question then. Yep. So, you're like nine. You're emptying out your Halloween sack mm -hmm. of goodies. Yes. And you're going through it. 
No, is, I'm not going through it. My parents are going through it. Oh! The was, I had freaked okay. out what? parents. They Wait, would take right. anything that was in a package that could be opened and then closed again. That was gone. Take those once, off the table. Once oh you reach God. the age to yep. safely check your own fucking candy. <laughs> okay. Which I'm sure is still <laughs> not even now. Never. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Does that, when your wife Ashley goes through mm -hmm. and checks your candy for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. What is the candy that you always eat last, or happens to like make it its make its way to like Easter? Oh shit! Because everybody had that like little yeah. bin or tin oh, that oh. was like in your cupboard that was like Halloween candy that you just didn't fucking touch. Lollipops. Even now, yeah, I can't think of a candy I'm not willing to stick in my mouth. I'm I'm trying to find it because what my mouth? I can't. <laughs> well, I'm always trying to find it. But it's not me. Oh my! It's the little head that's trying to find that. Um, it's a little okay. It was like a little like candy that they always came in a little box. Yeah. And they were like nerds. No, they were nerds were awesome. They were yeah. Hold on. Uh, I'm it was about this. fruity, but it was also like gummy. Gummy. Juju fruits. Yes, those. I like juju fruits. Were juju fruits? Were they waxy? Were they like a Was it dots? No, no, it wasn't dots. Did they did they try to pull your teeth your your fillings out? Maybe that's dots. No, that was juju fruits. Dots were the little the little sugar balls that were attached to paper, and no matter how you pulled them off, you were always these actually looked like little like they they were pill shaped. Yeah, juju fruits. Those were the ones that. Oh wait, they were pill shaped. Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike. Yes, I like them. Fucking. Hate Mike and I no. really, and they would last forever. I would. I, th I think my mom. Oh, I'm gonna hold on to that thing. because I haven't spoken on this one yet. Not Mike and Ike's because the same fucking but uh, like like box. Mike and Ike's I could get behind, no problem. Fucking Good and Plenty. Yeah, Good yes. and Plenty are yes. amazing. Which, which, what are Good and Plenty? Good and Plenty's are the fucking licorice. They look they're like licorice fucking coated in in candy. They're plentiful, but they're, they're not good. They're freaking amazing. Well, yeah, it, Good and Plenty's it was okay. white. Pink yep. with a black I, stripe down the dead center, and they were shaped like fucking pills. I, I what did you like about them? I just ate them today. <laughs> what 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 Rob? What did you what did you not like about? It tasted like Satan's fucking asshole. Yep. And they no, look, they, no, they do not taste at all yeah. like coffee. They <laughs> taste like licorice, which coffee is delicious. Is glorious. Coffee is like. I'm, I'm pretty sure the only people here who actually enjoy black licorice are Kenny and I. And uh, it is yeah, freaking amazing. It. Well, no, that was like the other bastardization during Halloween. Is occasionally you'd see, like, you get licorice. Like, you get, like, a Twizzler or something like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, I got a fucking chocolate Twizzler. Because they occasionally oh, be mixed that's in. The worst. No, no, you get a chocolate Twizzler, but every once in a while, though, you'd bite into it and realize it was licorice and it was just the uh, off color brand. I'm the brand. exact opposite. Because I'll be like, licorice! Oh, fuck, this is chocolate Twizzler. It's disgusting. Ugh. All candy is good. It just matters how you eat it. I will say this, though, because <laughs> it I, does. I distinctly remember. Some candy needs remember. to dwell, other candy needs to be chewed, some candy needs to be taken anally. <laughs> it's not a suppository. <laughs> good news, everyone. It's a suppository. <laughs> when I was a kid, I remember getting these candies and going, "Ew, who wants this?" and not eating them. And a couple years ago, in Kenny's brain, it was like, "This is a Hershey bar." No, 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 no. Yeah, this is um, oh fuck, what were they called? Peanut chews. Yeah. And I remember getting peanut chews and going, "Ew, gross. I don't want to eat these." Mm -hmm. And a couple years ago. Uh, during a promotional campaign, they gave me a bag of 500 peanut chews. And let's, yes. let's be and specific. I opened them and Goldberg's I ate one. peanut chews. Yes. I ate one and I went, 
holy shit, these are delicious. Your, your palate has changed They're as you've gotten so older. They're so good. Awesome. I'll give you that. My dad actually did raise me like Gold, Goldberg's peanut chews. They are actually really damn good. Because it's not far off from like a Hershey bar or some sort. I mean, it, it, you had like <laughs> a good mixture of everything. You had caramel. Oh you had like peanuts, peanuts chocolate. chocolate. It's good. <laughs> Goldberg's peanut chews just sounds like some old snake oil bullshit. Here's <laughs> <laughs> um, hepatitis. I'll put it this way. Gold, Goldberg's peanut chews. Why are you got to put a name in front of it? Why can't it just be peanut chews? Why is it got to be Goldberg's well, peanut chews? Goldberg's peanut chews. right. We got Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, that's different. Why? It's Reese's. It's got a fucking apostrophe. No, that's a name, dude. Goldberg's peanut chews. No, <laughs> because there's... I'll put, okay, I'll put it this way. Like... There are oh. you. Everything has a knockoff of some sort. There's it's peanut true. chews and that, like, you know, that's that's all it is. It's like that brand. Peanut chews is like the, peanut chews is like the poor man's Snickers. I understand. It's it. just there's something about the name Goldberg. Put <laughs> Go anything that. behind. Okay, it. so Jewish peanut chews. All right, what's your what's your cat? What's your next oh my God. least favorite candy? Mounds. I fucking hate. Oh, I can agree with you. I, I will eat them. Coconut, you guys, coconuts good. You guys are misguided. Shredded so yep, coconuts, the best thing yeah, ever. Shredded no, coconut <laughs> sucks. And mounds were like the worst because they always put them in because they. I'm enjoying mounds both fucking. Yeah, suck. I'm enjoying. I don't eat both, both of them. They're good. Sucked. That was always like me and my brother. It was like we would just kind of like save it to the last. Or no, we used to give those to our parents because we were like, yep. you guys can have these. I gave them to For my mom. For some reason, yeah. not very good. Um, what were the Mr. Good Bars? That was just the peanut. I like peanut. Awesome. I like peanut chews. They were good. But miss no, Mr. Good Bars were okay. They're delicious. But they were not nearly on the level of all the other candy bars. I just want to point out, I'm amazed at the analytical skills you guys had as kids. <laughs> I was a fucking sugar ingestion machine. Like I literally detached my brain. There was no this is better than that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna eat no, it was literally what was closest went in my mouth and continued along that line until my mother caught me and took the fucking candy and away. That is why your uncle stood around you so often. Oh my god. <laughs> Giggity. Well I, like I'll put it this way, like Mr. Goodball, you know, the Hershey's variety minis, okay? You always gunned candy. after three things first, and I'm no one. I know I'm an oddball. Crackle. In this. Yeah. The crackle fucking yeah, bars crackle were amazing. Yeah. Then you went after the Mr. Good bars. Yeah. And if you enjoy them, there's not many people I know that did. But you either went out, uh, went out with the milk chocolate with almond, or you went after the special darks. The special yeah, darks I've dark. acquired a taste for. I do. Like I acquired that. a taste for that over time when I was a kid. I didn't like this much. Though. Okay, um, I, I know exactly where you're coming from, Fesh, where, yeah. like, candy is candy. Oh, yeah. And candy, <laughs> but liquor is candy, candy, candy is candy. I enjoyed Necco wafers. Yeah, yeah I did too. Awesome. Yeah. And it, it, they really did taste like, chalk. looking back on it, they looked like you took sidewalk chalk and sliced yeah. it up and oh, yeah. put it into a package as candy. But, but you don't chew on them. You let those, yeah, you don't chew on them. You let them melt. I think with candy, a lot of it's just about how you're ingesting it. Are you secretly There's an diabetic? Because <laughs> that's seriously oh like God. that. You know, my, my my diabetic friend would carry around a pack of Necco wafers with her just in case she ever had low blood sugar. No, 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 no. I I am very publicly a garbage disposal. <laughs> if I've there got, is food, I will eat it. I've got a question for you then. The wax bottles Yay! that were filled with a little Pickle bit of mess. juice. Whatever they were. Nickel nips. That's what they were yeah. called. Nickel nips. They, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Those that's were another one of those. So we basically got like Gold, Goldberg's it. penis chews and then <laughs> nipple nipple licks. <laughs> what was <laughs> Halloween's about? 
But no, how, how, well, how did you eat those? Because I've heard you, that you're you supposed to chew them up. No, no. To get no. The top, I would drink you it. bite the top off, you drink it, and you throw the fucking, like, That's what I would do, away. too. That's but exactly the, how everybody I think you're supposed to chew them up. No, no, I just let them melt. I chewed it. I let them melt my... Okay, I got another one. Fucking wax lips. Who was that, is that a candy oh, shit. or a toy? What was that? No, yeah, because no. it's technically still it was a candy. What technically, did you okay. Eat it? I'd forgotten about those. No, because it was sugar. It was sugared wax. Exactly. Was yeah. it? I thought you yeah. weren't supposed to eat it. No, no it's the oh, same way. It's the same thing the other crap is made of, sir. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. Wax lips were wax flavored lips or wax flavored wax. Yeah. There, there was no sugar yeah, flavor no. to that at. Yeah, I, I didn't get that at all. I had completely right, forgotten about okay, those. Let's start the real controversy here. No shit. Pick a side, left or right Twix. Um, both. <laughs> Go fuck yourself with that shit. I can't pick a side. <laughs> left That's or whole right. ad campaign right now. Left oh, or right. really? Yeah. Oh, I God. Although, with same. Smarties. Did third you dimensional ever, um, Twix is mine. I like the third dimensional kind. Did you ever notice no, with Smarties that dimensional. Like, you would get the little pieces and like some of them would be very crunchy and then other of them would be crumbly? I always really like the crumbly, melty mouth ones. Hmm. But then the other ones would be like, it would depend on the roll you got. Some were like super crunchy and like you could just. Crunch a lot. I'm smarties? a weird eater. Yeah, too. the smarties. Yeah, yeah. some okay. of them would dissolve. How, how many of you guys? How many of you guys yeah. crushed up smarties and then snorted them? Yes. Pixie sticks. Pixie sticks. Pixie sticks. Okay. Okay. And here's the other thing. I'm sure everybody kind of remembers from when they were growing up. Like at Halloween, the tiny boxes of nerds, like the multi-flavored nerds. Yes. The yeah. two sides. Okay, but no, the best still mm. part was it's still like the same like thing that happens with like Cheez Its when you get the mutant fucking nerd that's growing onto like six other nerds oh, and it's like yeah. the massive fucking nerd that was always <laughs> like the favorite. You know what the worst thing about nerds was when they started to introduce the banana flavored nerds. Oh, yeah, it was bad. the that worst. Oh, um, I love banana flavored everything. That, that same no, flavor. That same flavor was another big Halloween candy everybody hated. Fucking runts. Oh no 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 no! no, no. no I wasn't a fan of runts. No, because they were oh. shaped like fruit and they all tasted like butter. Chalk. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you can bad. all burn it. <laughs> I, I effing love me some runs. Still do. I'll eat them by the fucking handful. I love runs as yeah, well. Yeah, those are those I, are dissolving in your mouth candies, and the banana is fucking delicious. I love the banana yep. runs, but the the banana nerds were the worst. I, I have not tried those. Were, I haven't had them. They tasted like sewage. Wait, what did people think <laughs> of the um? The non Tootsie, like the non Tootsie Roll flavored Tootsie Rolls, the what? fruit flavored ones. Oh, yeah, like, oh no. the shitty ones. I would, I would eat I them. The shitty vanilla ones. No, I need them. And like yeah, they suck. random shitty flavor, like they fruit shitty. punch. They suck. Okay, so oh, what about Starburst? Oh. Man, they made me so bad. A, did you eat Starburst as an individual piece, or B, did you mix the two, take oh, out two Starbursts like, and twist them together? Twist them together? Yes. yes. No, no, only no, ever no. individual. Make your own flavor. You stretch them out and twist them together. You make no. your own flavors. Oh, yeah. I would try and make them last, but what would usually end up happening is it would literally be Flavor like one chew down, two chew down, three chew down, four chew down, fit on the ceiling. That's usually how it worked. The the <laughs> strawberry, banana, or pink lemonade, whatever it was, with the cherry mixed in was oh, a good so combination. Good. Actually, the lemon and the, the strawberry was yep. pretty too. No, what you did with, when you uh, stretch and twist, you stretch and twist the Laffy Taffies together. Yes. Or airheads. Airheads are yes. Airheads and Laffy so Taffies good. were the best to stretch and twist together because they made some fantastic flavors. Really? I used to eat them really tiny like, so I would just get the little burst of Nibbles. sugar in my mouth. Yeah. Nibble, nibble. And I would just crunch on it until it made it crunchy. Hmm. The um, airheads, because you could just stretch them out Man, and the sugar was... would just get kind of crunchy over time. 
I was a Hoover vacuum with that shit, I'm telling you. So I have a uh, record that people need to try and break. I have um, the school record for the most amount of Laffy Taffy's able to stuff into one into a mouth at one point. We should have we should at, have a fluffy bunny contest. We should do that. Thirty. We'll explain at Shanahan. Yeah. Because Bill remembers, we went to Shanahan together. Remember the <laughs> I, school store in the cafeteria oh where they sold laugh, the little Laffy uh, the. The, the fun size Laffy Taffies. I don't think I remember you actually doing that. But... I, no, because we were in different lunch periods. Well, yeah. So um, I did that during my lunch period, and I got 30 into my mouth at one point. That's fucking Jesus insane, Christ. sir. So what are you doing later? Um, <laughs> Sword fight! Um, taking you in. Oh, Jesus. Very wow. similar to that, and for, and for Kat, because she said she doesn't know. I'm not sure who else doesn't know. Fluffy Bunny Contest is where people line up. And you take the regular size yeah. marshmallows, yeah. not the minis, but not those like giants. Normal campfire, not like the like uber campfire ones. Yeah. Like normal campfire yeah. marshmallows, and you hand them. There's no chewing, no swallowing. You put a marshmallow in each person's mouth, and they have to say the word "fluffy bunny" clearly. Then you go back and you put a second marshmallow in, and you keep yeah. doing it until, until can't someone bunny. can't say it clearly. Well, what are we fucking thirteen? The yes. only problem it's a is the bunny content. Only yeah, but. I, Every like niece that I've got, they put up all these fluffy bunny, and I'm like, to me, that's a that's a that's we, a we immature, it. childish thing to do. When are we doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it this way: that was one of the initiations for the old Rocky cast I was in. That was like we did like really? virginizations at the. How do you start lose or win though? I mean, no, I guess the, whoever I there's did. a judge you that says you can't hear a fluffy bunny so clearly. When you're out. Hold gotcha. on, actually, real out of curiosity, because we we hit this topic, and we're gonna jump out of it again real fast. <laughs> what, what was your guys' deversionizations for Rocky Horror? I can't remember. Vibrating Harry Potter broomstick. I had to, without my using my oh, hands, you had the I had Nimbus, to run you up had and the, down the... the, the 2000 Nimbus 2000 yep. um, broom that actually they took yeah. off the market because it was giving kids orgasms. Yeah. Wow. I had to run uh, had to up and down the relay. aisle with it, yeah, with it, without using hands, so, yeah. Why would you take that off the market? I know. Right? Yeah, Billy, you, you don't remember? They didn't take it off. They, no. just, they just turned it I, into I a remember. woman's product yeah. rather oh than God. a kid's product. I, I'll remember it some Wait, point. didn't you do that with Kat? <laughs> Probably. Wasn't it, both, it was both of us. We were both at the same time, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, but I still do don't Joel remember. Joel and Selena had to do the Twinkies. They had to suck the cream out of a Twinkie. Yeah, the cream filling out of a Twinkie. And Julia actually completely emptied out of the Twinkie. She got a recognition. Oh my God. I um I did nothing. There were too many virgins in my in my group when we went, so nothing happened to me. I'm going to say this now. Um, Bill did not do the Twinkie challenge. He he rather sucked a uh, golf ball through a garden hose to, nice. to win. Very nice. I will say uh, I took oh, my oh, oh, I, I need I need clarification with the story really quickly. Wait, what wait, what is this? I, I I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> There's so much of my life that I have blacked out from my my memories. No, r- really, yeah, it's yeah. just me making a joke on you because. Well, well, thank you. I how are you doing? What, what are you guys talking about? There was you guys. There was some sort of initiation for the first time you went to Rocky Horror. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. 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 I never went to Rocky Horror. Here, so that makes sense. Oh, Hold on. Here. Let me. I'll, I'll, I'll go through this be really quickly. Yeah. So, um, Not very easily. Well, before we jump back to the candy topic, mm-hmm. so when you went to Rocky Horror for the very first time, the, when you go in. Cast usually will walk around. They'll have like their prop folks or the people that worked on the wings or like some of the actors will come around with a stick of bread lipstick. 
And if you've never seen Rocky Horror in a theater, mind mm -hmm. you, not like if you've seen it on fucking like Comedy Central or VH1 yeah, or whatever, yeah, which it is. is where I saw it the first right. time. Yeah. So if you were a theater virgin to see a Rocky Horror, what they would do is they would put a red V on your head and lipstick oh, on your forehead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they mark you. So what would nice. happen is start of every show, right before the cast performed and the movie kicked off, they would always do a pre-show. Mm -hmm. They would have like, you know, cast director or some of the cast members, somebody up front would be like, okay, everybody stand up. And then they would do the Rocky Horror Pledge. And it's there's multiple different ones based on what town you're in. And they would go and do the Rocky Horror Pledge, and there's a couple of different ones Richard O'Brien did, who was the guy that created the movie, and then there's one's cast creator, and so on and so forth. But at that point, when that pledge was done, then they would start off like, who has seen Rocky here over a thousand times? Hmm. If you saw it a thousand times, you sat down. And this is live, mind you. Yeah. And then it would be, okay, 500 times, 300 times, 200 times. And, it would tick, and then they would take big steps from like 100, yeah. 50, yeah. 20. And if you were still standing, you'd never have seen it, the audience would scream out, Virgin. Ah. Uh. And at that point in time, you would have to do something specific. And what usually would happen is cast directors would pick the people that looked most afraid to be in that audience. Oh, God. <laughs> and not every nice. cast did this. But certain yeah. certain nice. ones, they would do, like, one of the old traditional ones is all the guys. If they're all the guys standing, everybody would say, what do we call Brad? And they would be like, asshole. Every time. And then they'd say, okay, for all the ladies, what do we call Janet? Whatever we see her on screen. And they would be like, slut. And that would be what it would. What? Ours were a lot worse. Well, no. So I've, I've been to... I, keep in mind, dude, I was at Rocky Cast for a very long yeah. time, and I've seen multiple shows. Some people do that. Some people do the other one. But some people pick people like the Exton cast used to do. And we would take five <laughs> to ten select virgins and bring them up in front of everybody. Man, we would have... Horrible. We actually yeah, had something special. we had special. to do the in front of everyone. Yeah, we had something very special. We had the spin the transvestite wheel. So it was a... <laughs> that sounds glorious. We had different numbers and they all correlated to something specific. And, and there were callbacks for that as well. <laughs> so we always did wheel of immorality, turn, 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 tell us a lesson these versions shall learn. Going back from Animaniacs. <laughs> yep. That was our big thing. <laughs> nice. So it would be like, okay, seven hits. And we had a six foot inflatable cock that we would spray whipped cream over top of and somebody would have to dive in and suck all the whipped cream oh, off of or we had the Nimbus 2000 brooms so they would people would have to have a really late race yep. up the aisles of the theater That's with them between their legs man. without dropping it and without using their hands Dolly the anatomically correct inflatable sheep um no where do I wow. sign up Sheep, yeah, right? Well, wasn't no. that the Exton cast, or was that a different cast? It, it, no, it was. We had lamb chop and pork chop. It was. There it, was an anatomically correct yeah. inflatable sheep. Yeah, that was lamb chop. I, was I remember it. It was well. lamb chop, and you had to do your favorite posi favorite position with the anatomically correct inflatable sheep. Would probably be the same position I would use on a standard sheep. Honestly, so like we would do like this like. <laughs> This whole different litany of crazy things you would have to do in front of an audience, and that was a rocky divergentization. Huh. Okay, with this lamb chop doll, like, would an hour and a half performance be acceptable? <laughs> no, they, they tell you go to go with a fog hole. Oh, yeah, I, I or wondered. a private room. <laughs> I wonder if they saw me, and that's why they didn't pull me down because I would have had fun with it. But they did pull I my know. friend Mikey down when I took him for his first time. Oh God! I and it was nuts. the first time I've ever because normally maybe some people get nervous and they run away. It was the first time I've seen the cast members running away from the virgin because <laughs> like they're doing. And he, they're like, you have to lick this like whipped cream off it. So he's like getting all into it, and then he turns around and just spits it on the cast <laughs> members like facial. <laughs> Jeez. 
Well, like, we had ones like, find my cherry, and it would be a pie pan full of whipped cream with a cherry in it, and you had to find a cherry in... Without yeah. using your hands. It like, sounds they, they like good old... Things. Yeah, fun. So, anyway, back to... Uh, good old-fashioned It's so much better than, you know, murder a hobo. What a terrible thing to do. <laughs> murder this hobo without using your hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, back, to, back to Halloween candy. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, I am surprised that no one has mentioned, and maybe it's because you all love it here. I know I do. No one's mentioned Lewis Black's most hated Halloween candy. Oh, I was getting there. Which is candy corn. Ugh, it's delicious. candy that no, tastes it's like it's corn, corn that tastes it's like candy. candy. <laughs> I guess I'll give it a try. It's delicious. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. It's like those little pumpkins. Those pumpkins yeah. are great oh, too. I don't like yeah, those I love them. Mal- Malo pumpkins. Like... New. No. Sorry, sir. I I would I liked a couple of them. Like I would like to eat a handful of candy corn, and I would be totally happy mm. for like the but next I, six years. Yeah, then. for like mm. I'd be happy oh for my the gosh. year. <laughs> I just wanted a little handful of it, and then I was fine. But I actually really enjoyed the little handful. It was a small dosage candy yeah. for me. It's yeah. one of those Agreed. things that you would eat, and you'd be like, "That's okay. I want more." It was kind of a dry. You just keep doing it. Yeah, it was kind it was of a dry so candy. Okay, was my so thing. there's another candy. There's actually two candies specifically I can think about. One, Mary Jane's. I don't know what, what those the are. What the fuck are those? They were they good. were in yellow little wrappers with a red stripe down the dead center. They were honey. It was it was like a, a honey bar. Never had them. They were oh, tough. Wait. They broke your teeth. Yeah, those yeah. Suck. Oh, you didn't bite them. No, you don't You're bite on them. That was on. another uh, allowed that, that to melt. Was a thing, but it was because but it was if they were warm, they were flexible. Yeah, like you a sucked them and they became warm, and then you chewed it. But like in sucking yeah. them, it tasted I like it was like honey. Yeah, they were. I like those. Yeah, okay. I remember liking. But the other one though, and I brought it up beforehand, and I don't know if people remember this. So like, you got the random family that would hand out a plastic bag that was about maybe six inches tall and two inches wide. It would be like trick or treat crap like that, and you would open it up, and there'd be three things in there. There'd be double bubble, bubble gum. Oh yeah. Then there would be two candies that looked fucking identical. It looked like little caramels, but they're wrapped in like. Right, orange or black wax yeah, paper. Yeah, the crappy yep. caramel. Yeah, I yeah. like those. I would and eat those. Immediately, sugar, I don't know, sugar, baby. Well, <laughs> even if you didn't eat them, this is the candy that everybody immediately thought of as this is the house that put the razor blades or the yep. poison in the candy. And I would oh. still eat it. So you could psychologically evaluate the, the block was, by who gave that those. That was that first thought because it was like this really shitty candy that looked so easy to unwrap and rewrap it's and you never tell the yeah, difference. You really could. But that was like. That's the family. That's the horrible family. Yeah, you know you want to stay away from them. Yeah. That's the one you avoid the next year. I, I, I got a feeling that was probably some of the candy products that were taken out of my bag before I was allowed to feast. <laughs> I feel like nowadays with the advent of cell phones and the, and the cameras on the cell phones that you could avoid all that by just going, oh, I remember. I want to remember who gave me this well, camera, no. this phone, because you're awesome. Let me take a picture of you next to the camera. The funny, the funny the thing candy. about the funny thing about razor blades and candy and poison and candy is <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard an actual report of anybody actually. Being harmed. No, nope. I think I think a lot of that is paranoia. A lot of that is just plain fear. Makes sense. I'm not going to say it hasn't happened. Uh, that, that, that that there aren't cases out there, but I think they're they're way overblown. I get that. I don't know why I just got all serious. Actually, there was a, there was a cell phone commercial uh, that happened last year that that um, they ran where it was to like socially track where the good houses were for candy. Oh, nice. It, I think it was Sprint. That that uh-huh. ran it. There were like people would like pin places on like Google Maps oh, that's so that would so it's like your mystery king size candy bar. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do, do you guys remember the Moron Family? I don't know if you guys had them up here. The Moron Family, though. That Were you I listening guess, to No Effects? No, no, no. They would we go. Are the Moron Brothers. I have don't, don't get, get along, along with others. I, what did I just fucking snort? <laughs> no Effects. No Effects. No effects oh, ribs. Shit. Amazing album. So the Moron Family. The Moron Family was a family that would put the large dish of candy out because I guess oh, they were going yeah. out to do something. I was just wanted to get into that. If you were the first motherfucker across that dish of candy, it was just it dumb. was Christmas. What about what about the the <laughs> people on. that would hide in in the costume? Oh yeah, that was yeah, the other one. Okay, go ahead. No, but actually, okay, here's the thing though with that bowl. Yeah. Who out of you was the one that actually listened and only took one piece of candy when you saw <laughs> I it? I did. I did. Did you yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Moral, yeah. Moral, Moral compass. I felt oh, like I was being... Yeah. I, 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 I did that early on, I and then like that. when I was older, I'm like, I'll take two, because I don't want to be that much of an asshole. I and honestly like, don't think I ever came I across one of those that actually was... had candy in it. Well, like, then you had the, uh, the occasional I family that, you, that you'd open the door and say, just go ahead and oh, take as many as you want. When they open up and said, go ahead and take, yeah, take some. a handful. Take a handful, and I'm like, then you, like, went for them. Like, how much yeah. crap can I get? But if it was really shitty candy, you're like, mm. yeah. <laughs> like, did you realize how ungrateful we were as children when it came to Halloween? <laughs> like, it's, I'm sure it's worse now, man. I'm still having problems conceptualizing you know what? shitty candy. Honestly, I will say this. But, like, before we move into the next topic, they're like... When you're out on Halloween night, if you're having a, like you're heading to a party on actual Halloween night, or you're going around, is it me or do you guys not see a lot of kids anymore? Um, the they come changed. out early. Yeah, yeah. There's something I don't understand. If you're going out on Halloween night, it does not start until after sunset. Agreed. Well, that's actually, a rule. Nowadays, they kind of have to because um, there's a cap on the time now. Yeah, that's what? bullshit. Yeah. That's bull. No, most places Man. nowadays have like you were lucky an ending I time. They, you it's come to my house and the sun is up, you don't get candy. No, it is. It was six o'clock to eight o'clock now. I remember yeah. as soon as the sun went down, is immediately when really? you left the house. Yep. And you went back in the last time you saw a light on. Oh no. Oh no! I was just agreeing with you. It, it was six yeah. to eight. 6, uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. on a Halloween night, that was when you, you went around to get candy. Mm-hmm. If you came before or after that, go fuck yourself. No, yeah. not when I was a kid. When yeah. I was a kid, it was sundown to whenever people yeah. stopped answering the door. Or, or right. lights lights on the porch went out. Yeah, the, the traditional house rule was if your porch lights were on, yeah. that means yep. you were still on, on giving it. candy out. If yeah. they were off, then you, you didn't were, go to yeah, the house. You were out. Yep. And that's how it always was. Yeah. Yeah. But I see a lot of kids walking around and the sun's up. No, I yeah. I don't know. The last couple of times I've, I've had Halloween off to do Halloween, I go up to my parents. They live in uh, West Reading. And, man, there are just a boatload of children all dressed up. And they're coming for hours after dark. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, it might be, it might be depending on, on where you live. Yeah, it does depend depends on, on the neighborhood. Are they really coming for hours? And it depends <laughs> on how My lawyers advise me not to today. answer that. That's a whole other topic I could get into. How pussified the kids are today. It's, no, it's not the kids. It's the parents, dude. Yeah, the parents. No, the parents are the ones causing the kids to be pussified, but the kids are the ones that are pussified. Kids are naturally self-destructive creatures. It's the parents' <laughs> paranoia that, that drives what it's appears to be passive but no, I think they actually are harder on um, the, in, again, in certain areas, I think they are uh, stricter nowadays about the ending time. Because I thought it was weird, too. I, um, I disagree. after, because when we lived in Glenmore. Um, yeah, but how do you police after, that? And a word to the kids. 
Come to my fucking door after a I don't care. I will reward you with extra candy for saying fuck the establishment. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get two kids and they're both gonna get half the bowl. I mean it, really oh, that actually awesome. is an amazing haul. Can I have some candy? No, it's fucking light outside. When you need a flashlight to find me, then you can get candy. I love the fact that he's going to answer the door to crush the children. That's it's what their I'm fault drawing for from coming this. to the door. You don't have to answer. You could just leave the door shut, but no, you're going to open the door, they're going to get excited, well, and you're going to shit gotta teach in them. their bag. Because their parents aren't teaching them. Uh, so I think, you know, I think it's time to move on from candy, because this has purely just gotten out of hand. Well, in the realm of talking about whether or not we're going to give them candy... I'm gonna. I'm. 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 I'm calling doing this. We're, we're gonna go from one topic where everybody's gonna be really loud to another topic where everybody's gonna be, be very really loud. loud. Worst fucking Halloween costumes. Weirdest. Or weirdest or worst. Worst and uh, weirdest. Whatever. What can you think of immediately when you think like not just for kids, I, like adults. I too. love my idea for a Halloween costume, and it's a takeoff on one of the classics, which is the pregnant prom queen. So I wanted. You've That's never, a you've never seen that? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. It's it's That's always it's like terrible. it's like the girl in the prom dress and she's got the prom queen. She's got a sash that says like like whatever the current Great Valley High School prom queen and there's a baby bump. It's the pregnant prom queen. It's are, the joke. Are, are you because sure it's a joke? The prom queen's always a whore. Dude. So, <laughs> oh my god. So it, that's the joke. But wow. I want to take it one step further and have the pregnant prom queen and do the same costume, but have a black uh, a black piece of paper in front of my chest, or in front of my stomach, that's like an x-ray, and have actually see the little baby curled up with a coat hanger coming up, and then have an actual coat hanger hanging out from between my legs, below the skirt. That's a hell of a costume. Oh, I'm that's an amazing costume. Dumpster baby. <laughs> God. So it's that's horrible. definitely one of the weirdest wow. costumes. <laughs> okay, Man. so I ha I have to mention my favorite Halloween costume of all time. Uh, my buddy and I were taking our, uh, I think his cousins around for Halloween for trick or treating, and we dressed up in like bathtub like. Uh, bath towel ponchos and like dollar store sombreros and we go up to houses ring the doorbell and when they answer we go bonjour <laughs> and take the hat off and like have the hat out as our as our Halloween bag that's, that's pretty awesome. good that is actually, I, I, you would get fantastic. you would get extra candy for me that was that that's probably my favorite Halloween costume that's of all time awesome. that's that's not bad I, I, I Bill go ahead. Uh, Your brain wants to get this turning. Yeah, it's in terms of weirdest and, and, and shittiest costumes. Um, I've got to say, like the couples' costumes that fit together. Oh, oh those are so crazy! Like, it's like the lug nut and like <laughs> yeah, the screw. Or, or or the worst one I saw. And I, I, I saw this. Well, like yeah. any costume where the per where two people have to be walking together <laughs> all night is terrible. And one of them the, smelling the other's ass constantly. <laughs> the one the one that's the worst that comes to if mind. The one I actually saw. Great costume. Saw saw I saw on Facebook. I think the other day. I don't know why. It was a woman that looked like she was on a delivery table with the man's head coming out of her vagina. No, you have to be kidding. Wow. I've seen that. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good costume, except, again, what you have to be next to each other all night. Wow. Oh, um, at Shanahan, um, our old high school, we had a couple that was that was actually to was actually told to take their costumes off. Nice. Because yeah. it was a Catholic high school. 
and they were going as a wall socket and plug. <laughs> huh? Oh, innuendo. Yeah, Actually, they they were told to take the costumes to, to really? stop. That's One of my favorite weird. <laughs> weirdest costumes I've ever seen. Actually goes back to Rocky Horror. And I believe it was uh, one of our good friends that did this. And he dressed up in priest robes and had a confession box by his crotch. Oh <laughs> really? Nice. Yeah, I've seen that. You dress up in the priest and you get the... They sell these little things for houses where it's the back of a little kid. And it's like the little kid's supposed to be in the corner. So it's just this kid kneeling. And people would dress up as priests and hang the kid from the crotch. So it's a little kid kneeling at their crotch. It's a great oh, costume. Sounds it. On that topic, one of my favorite ones I've ever seen, I went to a Halloween party, and there was, I think it was four people that had gone to a thrift store. They found choir robes, so they all had the same choir robes on, put on Afro rig wigs, and used uh, black oh. polish to put their, their face oh, black in their hands, and they wow. went around, like, just singing Baptist church. Jesus. It was fantastic. Oh, okay, so <sighs> other bad ones that I know of. Um, has anybody here ever heard of Tucker Max? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, that's serve beer in hell. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope they yeah. serve beer in hell. Um, I think it was his second book that he put out. It was, I think, it was assholes finished first. He actually brought up a story, and I, I when I heard this costume, I'm like, that's insane! I can't believe they actually went this level. But, um, so somebody dressed as a clown and had a box in front of him that said "free candy," and inside that box was broken glass and used condoms. That's oh great. God, wow. That's fantastic. That's a really good costume. <laughs> what about the whole cavalcade of like sexy costumes? Because that gets really weird. No, that, that oh, gets really the, good. No, no, no. no wait, it depends they, on who who's wearing it. It could be really good or awful. No, no, no. But like, you know how they attach like sexy, sexy everything? Anything to some really I, weird things. I just call it things. slutty. But it's like they'll attach it to like sexy crab or like you know what I mean shit that it's like this. They have like no like sexy at all. Sexy Nemo and it's like the colors of like Nemo from Little Nemo. Yeah. I want to see. Uh, I want to see the like master the good Nemo. Sexy suicide bomber and it'll be like just like a uh. st- like three sticks of dynamite <laughs> apropos place. You're gonna end up on Fox it. News, man. <laughs> Like, oh that'd be great. But well, there was, right after the um, 9-11 happened, there were the I people know. that dressed up as the Twin Towers, and they had airplanes on springs, oh. so when they walked, the planes oh, would just bounce into them and stuff. Oh. That's so Sexy true. Twin Towers. So sexy tasteless. Towers. So oh. tasteless. The whole sexy costume craze has even actually uh, finally reached, like, commercials. There's a Subway commercial right now that plays on the whole sexy costume thing because the pe- other people are like, well, what are we going to have for lunch? And the one girl's like, you need to get Subway because you need to stay fit for co- you know Halloween costume season. And then comes in and out of all these costumes like, you know, the attractive nurse. And then the, you know, rampaging Viking. And then, you know, even like with football costumes, like the foxy fullback. The, the rampaging yeah, Viking is a sexy costume. Well, you know, she was, she was a rampaging Viking with like, well, like we all have seen like a thousand and one like you know internet articles like off of Buzz- BuzzFeed or whatever about like the worst sexy costumes and so on and so There's forth. There's some really bad ones. The, while there are, the worst part about all of the sexy costumes is the fact that they make them in fucking kid sizes. What That's is going true. on with that? Like it's in the last really three years. Weird. I think pedophiles have uh, have infiltrated <laughs> the costume market. So <laughs> you you obviously aren't aware of what regular children's clothing looks like during all other times of the year. No, that is a pedophile. No, no, it is a huge problem. Yeah. 
No, it, it, the over sexification is that a real word? Cat, you know, real word. Like that's that's another you know, episode. Yeah, you know, I know, so. I know. But I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying, I'm not shocked by it. No, it's a mess. Because yeah, it's an absolute fucking but like shame. It doesn't make any sense. It's like it's like the skimpy like Batgirl or Wonder Woman costume that they make or Supergirl. The fact that they make that exact same costume with the same exact really midriff and the same yeah. exact yeah. short skirt yeah. in kid sizes. But I'm what sorry, the like the sexy thing, it gets like sexy grilled cheese. Yeah, sexy oh, dinosaur. Sexy breakfast sandwich. <laughs> it's like there's already enough sexy things you could dress up as. Why yeah. are you? Sexy tampon. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see somebody do that. I want to see somebody pull that shit That'd be so, oh, you would just, just All right, all right, I can do it. A white, a white bra, white panties, and just make the panties red and like red boots, and then have like a, uh, a string. long white string coming out of like a hat. Sexy tam- <laughs> sexy used tampon. That's a little too close to comfort for uh, I, I can think this sexy. through. I've got a good idea. Maybe you should be a sexy used tampon, Fesh. Sexy yeah. ALS ice bucket challenge. <laughs> no, they made a fucking ALS fucking ice bucket challenge costume this year. I'm not fucking That's kidding. Dumb. What the shit? Like, why? They made an ALS ice bucket challenge fucking costume. Because people will spend money on it. That's why. It's simple at the end it's of the day. Charity. Morons yeah, will spend money on it. Why will spend money on it? It's <laughs> not creative. This was a fun. thing. That's why. Because this Pretty was a much. thing. I'm going to dress up as that's, this thing that people are aware of. That's one of the other things that bothers me is the whole trendy bullshit. Well, no, I'm just waiting for a what? sexy Ebola costume. <laughs> that's going to be hot. Be Look, oh you're God. sweating and throwing up a lot. Ah, it's so cute. <laughs> if somebody can do that this year and send pictures to the website, I want to see somebody pull off a sexy Ebola patient oh costume. That's If somebody can do it, I the just want to see it. Start. Really, <laughs> really, with the sexy Ebola patient, it's just wear a bikini and start vomiting blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, wear a bikini and then like bite one of those caps. blood... Bite, yeah, a blood capsule. Yeah. My favorite was, like, there was a costume party, and, like, this is going back about maybe ten years when, like, uh, a couple of our friends all lived together in a house that sadly burned down. Um, <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> I gotta hear the story about that. It was time. during, right around the 9-11, like, the year oh, after 9-11, yeah. like, the, of 9-11. It was that Halloween. So we're talking about a month and a half later. Somebody came in, like, CDC gear, like, Center for Disease mm-hmm. Control, carrying around a, like, pitcher's mound thing. And so he could squeeze it and dust would come out and everyone was like, oh my god, anthrax, really? <laughs> nice. Uh, pretty good. That actually is pretty damn it was good. Pretty, it was pretty awesome. So, My shitty Halloween costume, I think I remember it from being a kid, and I don't know what drove uh, what drove it ultimately. I don't know if I wanted to be a ghost. I don't know if it was a parent's idea. I was a ghost, but I think we didn't have any white sheets, but we had these flower pattern sheets. <laughs> And that's what I went as, literally. But I don't, now I'm thinking, I was just thinking about it to bring it up. Was that out of maybe possibly Peanuts or Charlie Brown Christmas? Does anybody I know? I, I think your parents might have told you that. Sure. No, 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 but they did. I'm just wondering if that didn't draw. That's what I'm saying. I got I to gotta call my mom. Well, I just I should call her in general, but I got to call her and ask her about that. But I literally walked around in that costume uh, with just two eye holes in a, in a flowery sheet. Well, obviously, there's a and shit ton. You go to the door and they go, "What are you?" And you go, "I'm my parents sinning." Oh, <laughs> wow! And on that note, holy shit! There, we all know there's an obscene amount of terrible oh, fucking yeah. costumes, oh, yeah. and we could go on for this for a long time. But what we do need to move on to is how we end every episode, which is the MFK. And tonight, obviously, because we're in October, we decided we're going to keep this in a Halloween mood. 
Um, we originally were talking about doing one. I really kind of wish we did it, but at the same time, this is really awesome too. So maybe, uh, maybe in the next episode, we'll we'll touch upon Hocus Pocus from that Disney. Awesome. We'll see the Sanderson sisters. I would love but tonight, we're gonna go with some of the Scream Queens, and uh, we're gonna do kind of ones from different eras. So we're gonna kick off with the Mary Fuck Kill tonight for his Laurie Strode from Halloween, which is obviously played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Then we're gonna do Sidney uh, Prescott from Scream, who is uh, Nev Campbell. And we're also going to go with um, same era, uh, Julie James' character from I Know What You Did Last Summer, which was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Now, tonight, keep in mind, you're not going off of Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Nev Campbell, or Jennifer Love Hewitt. You're going off of their characters from those movies. Think about those slasher flicks yeah. and where it went and who would you rather marry, fuck, kill. So pretty much think about Halloween, Scream, really and I Know What You Did tricky. Last Summer. This is a really tricky one because normally it's you do these Mary Fuck Kills and you just give like three awful people. That's a traditional thing that people do. And these are <laughs> these are three really good choices. Yeah. The question isn't who am I going to get stuck having sex with? The question is who am I going to have to kill? Yeah. No, like really we have some we have some really delicious would be a good word to choose after all the Halloween candy choices. We have a really delicious <laughs> cavalcade of women here. I'm not sure where I'm going to start. Does anyone have any ideas on what they think? Actually, you know what? Because Tim has actually kind of been joining us this evening, I'm going to go ahead and start right with Tim. Yeah! Okay, so I'm going to be a terrible human being. <laughs> what I'm are you going, going to, to be? fuck them all and kill them all <laughs> while fucking them all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you because have to marry one of them? Does that mean you have to fuck one of them while a priest is joining you in holy matrimony? Yes. To make this as terrible as possible, if I can get the fucking with the marrying with the killing all at the same point, <laughs> I would go with it. Because, you know, it's Halloween. I'll go with, like, the whole serial killer aspect and um, the whole depraved, psychotic person. I will go... I will marry, fuck, and kill each one of them. I will fuck them at the altar while the priest is marrying them, while strangling the, them to death, just to get that whole serial killer aspect and just that depraved psychotic. Okay, so what we're going to say is Tim is going to become the new shape, and if you know your Hall the movie Halloween lore, the shape is the name of Michael Myers' character. And that character, that mask was made from a mask of William Shatner. William so Shatner. we're going to change the new shape. And it's now going to be George Takai and Sulu. And it's a whiteout <laughs> mask of Sulu. Oh, so nice. we're going to make two <laughs> the new kind That's of Michael awesome. Myers with a Sulu mask. That's so, beautiful. So we'll go from that. So, I'm cool with it. <laughs> so I'm going to jump to... I'm going to go to Fetch oh, next. Yeah. Bad idea. Man, first and, first and foremost, I have seen two of three of those movies. Okay. I have seen Scream. I have seen Halloween. I have not seen I Know What You Did Last, did last Whatever the hell it was. <laughs> well, um, it's, um, so this is bad for me. I am going to just she, randomly she plays, take a... She plays herself in almost every movie. So. I'm going to randomly take a shot sure. in the dark. I'm going to... Uh, just for the hell of it, I'm going to marry Laurie Stroud, fuck Sidney Prescott, and kill whoever the third one Joy was. James. Yep. So. Okay. And for no particular reason, this is random. I hope my marriage turns out well. Okay. And this is just a fucking nightmare for the next 35 years of my life. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to Bill next. Hmm. I'm trying to frantically do research. Yeah. I try to. I actually it. have not seen any of these movies. Oh, you're in my boat. No, I've never seen you're any You're going to have to guess. Okay. You're a terrible, terrible person. 
Well, well, here, here. Let me let me think about this. Let me think about it this way. And from what I know about the movies, okay. Um, I think I'd have to kill Sidney Prescott because I don't want random people calling my house saying <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. What's your favorite scary movie? Exactly. I don't want random people calling my house, so I'm just gonna kill her right off. Um, Julie James. From I know what you did, did last summer. Well, I could give her something new about what she did last summer. So I'll just, you know, we'll fuck Julie James and we'll marry Laurie Strode. And yes, the, maybe that's purely going off the actress at the time because then, you know, maybe she could get me a whole bunch of money with, you know, Wanda in <laughs> London a couple of years before Yay, that. Or it's called that. Wanda Amazing Movie. Go back, watch it. <laughs> So the, yeah, okay. Th- that's a, that's what I got. All right, I'm gonna go to cat next. Uh, all right. This one's tricky. You created this one, so I'm gonna. I know. This. No, it's tricky though. Um, cause like the thing is, I mean, Laurie Strode was pretty awesome in Halloween, but I really don't like Jamie Lee Curtis. So that's a very tough balance, cause I know we're focusing on the character, but. Activia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um. And I really did like Sidney Prescott from Scream. Um, and Julie James actually wasn't that bad, and I know what you did last summer. Like, um, she was... I mean, Sidney Prescott's my favorite out of the three. So I would marry her. Especially, like, Scream 4, she was... Like, I, I actually really loved the way she kind of turned around in that one. Like, the end of it, she was just a badass, and it was awesome. Um, but I guess, like... Out of the two, like, if I were picking these people to be in a horror movie, I would totally pick Laurie Strode. But I also think Jamie Lee Curtis is kind of hideous, so I don't want to fuck her either. So I'm going to kill her, and I'm going to fuck Julie James, because, I mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt's pretty. She's very cute. The character wasn't a bad character either. Yeah, she wasn't, the a Julie bad, James. She wasn't whiny. No. I mean, it's a shame, because, like, if I had to pick one to be, like, on my survival team, I'd pick Laurie Strode from Halloween, but... It's just not paying. So you're kill, kill, killing Laurie Strode. I am. Yeah. You're gonna fuck Julie James, and you're gonna marry Sid. Kenny, I like your choices, <laughs> but I think I'm going to to give slightly different reasonings for them. But yeah, Laurie Strode from Halloween. She's she was good, and I guess she has that maternal instinct to protect, which can be nice for a wife, and. <laughs> what? Sexist much? <laughs> it can be nice for for someone. I would like yeah. someone that's that's maternal and he wants, wants to protect me. To protect him. I would like that, but he needs a strong. You can't marry your mother, was, Kenny. You can't she was marry annoying. your mother. <laughs> she was slightly annoying to me. She's a little too masculine. She is the quintessential scream queen, and we do have neighbors. <laughs> and probably one of the most damning pieces of evidence against her. Uh is the era she's from. Mm. I don't think she shaves. So, we're not going to have sex with her. And since I'm going to have sex with the person I marry, we're not going to marry her either, which only leaves killing her. I'm Mm. sorry if you had taken care of yourself, done a little Brazilian going on there, you might have saved your life. Remember that, all the women out there. Getting waxed could save your life. So says Jack the Ripper, too. There we go. <laughs> now we go on to the other two, because we've got Sidney Prescott and we've got Julie James. And now, Sidney Prescott from the Scream movies, I liked her. Yeah. I really think that she was good. She she was playful. 
She was sweet. She wasn't dumb. Like, the, the whole premise of Scream was that they knew what the stereotypes were and people were trying to avoid them. And she was doing awesome. a good job. Like, she's not the idiot. So because she seems like someone I would like to hang out with and she's kind of cute and she's just kind of quirky and fun, I would probably marry her. I think she's going to get married. And another reason she's going to get married is because the only choices left are marry and fuck. And Julie James is Jennifer Love Hewitt. And as a lot of people know, it's uh, it's not like I know what you did last summer starring Jennifer Love Hewitt. It's I know what you did last summer starring Jennifer Love Hewitt's breasts, and Jennifer Love <laughs> Hewitt will be there as well. <laughs> um, she's she just looks like she would be fantastic in bed. Her character is that high school girl, which we all know can be a little freaky. We've been in high school. All of us have been there. I haven't been there since high school. Fesh is looking like I was there last week. No, I was highly unpopular in high school. So thanks for making me feel bad about my fucking teenage years. But I, I think she would be. I think she would be really fun in bed. Hmm? And then you know she'll do something to get herself fucked over and run away from me, and you won't have to deal with it later. So, wow. I, I got I got to side with Cat. Cat is right. We're gonna have sex with Julie James. We're just gonna fuck her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to marry Sydney Prescott because I could spend time with her, and Lori Strode really should have shaved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow. All right. So that just leads me to the end of this one. So I'm having a really hard time going through this because I keep breaking each of these characters down just from seeing their movies, mm. knowing exactly what happened. I, I, I'm going to disagree with with I think everybody here. So Sid Sid Prescott was a fun character. I, I will totally give you that. Scream One was like the return of the slasher film. Like, gotta give that a lot of credit. It reinvented horror the way Cabin in the Woods reinvented it again. But ultimately, Sidney Prescott made a lot of mistakes right in Scream 1. Like, she was a smart character, yes, but she dated the fucking killer. She so, didn't know he was the killer. Yeah, yeah but even no, still... That's like if, if Kat it. starts murdering people, she'd be like, oh, it's oh, Rob Wait, wait, wait. So she dated, she dated the killer, knows. still made it out, and had her badass moment at the ass end of that movie. Next movie, dated yet again another killer. She just had the kill, no, the walk. killer sought her out to yeah. date her. But she was getting she was wooed. Oh wait, no, wait, actually, hold on. actually, hold on, I gotta rewind that a little bit. No, she didn't. Her boyfriend was Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell died. Um, it was Mickey who was Timothy Olyphant, who was one of the killers, and yeah. then. I love him as a character. Yes, he was a, Mickey. Mickey was a good character. Okay, so, okay. And so, by Scream 3, she had such a complex about dating. But here's the thing, though. It's ultimately, by Scream 3, she became the ultimate victim. Like, she just was kind of, like, playing that character very heavily. And by Scream 4, that she continued. She brought it back around. She did by the, by the end, end of it, though. But ultimately, still, though, like, the story by the time, like... You hit the end of Scream 3 and, like, her entire family is, like, her secret brother is an uber murderer and crap like that. I'm like, come on. That sucks, Like, though. this family's just That's got so much, time. like, messed up baggage and, That's like... right. There's a lot of baggage. I'm okay like, with that. But it's... She can no- her shit together nothing, still. nothing good is coming from Sydney. Like, everybody that constantly she is... She turns a- it around. No, but here's the problem. There's everybody that she's constantly with the fucking dies except Dewey and fucking Courtney Cox. That's <laughs> it. He's right. It, I, I everybody that's to- around Sydney fucking dies. And she even... <laughs> Brings it up. She's like, "Why is all my friends? Why do all my friends die?" Chris, Sarah Michelle Gellar is associated with two of these movies. She died in both of them for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, 
She died in Scream 2 and she died in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Like, everybody that's around Sydney, though, dies. There's only three characters that make it out of that series. Everybody else is fucking, like, roadkill by the end of them. I do not want to be around Sydney Prescott. I'm sorry I have to kill Sydney Prescott. Um, then I go to Julie James from I Know What You Did Last Summer. You know what? Scream kind of brought back the slasher genre, and I, I really was happy that it did. But I know what I—I I know what you did last summer. Really, just felt like it was a ripoff of that. And the Julie James character was, wasn't bad; she was still a good character. But ultimately, for a slasher flick, it's slow. I mean, but she had a strong character, so like I, it kind of weighs her out a little bit. Like she was fine throughout the series; she was smart, she was intelligent, she played up. Same way as Sydney, but also. Everybody that was around her wasn't already and always being, like, hounded and destroyed and ripped apart. So, fuck Joy James. Uh, I'd rather have sex with Joy James because I have a chance of being alive by the end of it. <laughs> because multiple characters made it out. It wasn't just her every, every fucking movie. So that gives me a chance. So, obviously, kill Sid. Fuck Julie. Which leaves, obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm going to flip this on you. You said, like, she's a Scream Queen. Yes, she's a Scream Queen for a reason. So, Laurie Strode is easily, like, next to Ellen Ripley from Aliens, one of the most hardcore, badass women to survive one of the worst experiences. Like, Halloween and 1 and 2. Both amazingly fucking good, like, you know, horror flicks. Halloween 1 and 2 also takes place in the same night. Like, it's all, like, this stretched together. And she made it through some of the worst scenarios possibly imaginable back to back. Hold on, go ahead. I'd still bang Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and we saw her breasts in trading that. places. Huzzah! She, she like, had a so, really she had a really hot dance in True Lies. Yeah, she's uh now now even with the activity commercials, she's still Silver Fox. But the thing was, we're not talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. We're talking about the character Laurie Strode. Go with Laurie Strode here. Like I like that was like my like stipulation on this. But yeah, the re- I saw this the ultimate reason though still too is like she. The reason I'm not saying it is not because of Halloween one and two, but the later Halloween movies when she came back. She, she was in four. She was in Halloween one, Halloween two, H two O, and Resurrection. The reason I give her the the Mario is because of how badass she was by the time Resurrection changed. Yeah, she died in the beginning of that flick, but here's the thing. She got to a point where they locked her up in a sanitarium and was just waiting for Michael to come back. And Michael eventually shows up at the sanitarium and is ready to kill her. And, like, they show her, like, in the padded room, like, seems very complacent, and they give her her drugs. And all of a sudden, like, they walk out of the room and she spits out her drugs, throws them, you know, hides them. And then just guns for Michael, stabs him in the chest multiple times, and throws him off a fucking... He th- she throws him off a roof. And she's like 40-some years old at this point. And I'm like, that's pretty badass. Like, Laurie Strode is like the person you want having your fucking back in a terrifying scenario. Like, doesn't take shit from anybody. Because, um, really, Laurie Strode is second to uh, Ripley in, like, the whole horror genre. And maybe next to, like, Linda Hamilton as well from, like, Terminator. Like, those are the three badass chicks that we get in horror and sci-fi. Like, hands down, no questions fucking asked. Laurie Strode, fucking Sarah Connor, Ellen Ripley. And so I gotta give it to one of the original Scream Queens, fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. You're still gonna be picking hair out of your teeth. I, I, I understand that, but you know what? If that means I can walk away from a serial slasher murderer, that's something I'm willing I, to do. 
I, I understand your point, but I still look and go, the question wasn't who do I want my back in in a horror situation. It was who do I want to spend my life kill. with. Yes. Oh, I do not want to spend my life with a chick that's that's that tough. I'll put it this way, though, and the, before we end up and wrap it up, here's a good reason. You want to be married with a person that's going to be by your side and sleeping by your side every night because you never know when they're going to start. Yep. So, I, I got to agree. Call it there. Yeah. So that was episode seven of the Caffeine Crew cast of pods. As always, you can find us at www.caffeinecrew.com. You can always reach out to us on email at thecaffeinecrew at gmail.com. You can find us on pretty much every social media that exists <laughs> except Ello, because we're not on there quite I yet. Say, yeah. I think I, know. I have things on there so I can get us on there soon, so that'll be there yeah. soon. Um, I know there, there's avenues into Ello. Um, I have six invites. I just haven't yeah. done it yet. Yeah, just so. just get just get it in. Yeah, secret, secret. Caffeine Crew is also performing uh, Extra Life. We're participating in that. Yep. Yep. And there have been rumblings. Rumble. Well, actually, and I'm asking you guys: Do you know Twitch accounts, videos, well, podcasts, I can, I can, anything taking place during this? Uh, I can tell you this now: We will actually be doing stuff with on Extra Life on Twitch. Uh, if you look for Caffeine Crew on Twitch, or is it the Caffeine Crew? It's Caffeine Crew. Caffeine Crew on Twitch. Um, we're playing Extra Life starting at 12, uh, 12 o'clock midnight. The Saturday of, morning. Saturday morning of the 18th, so that's coming this week. We will be playing until 12.01 a.m., so we will be constantly going nonstop. If you also keep your eyes peeled, we also were actually recently interviewed as well from temple-news.com. Um, so they're following us as well. A lot of good information about Extra Life and mm -hmm. Children's Hospital of Philadelphia who we're playing for this year. Happy news too. I actually recently talked to uh, Extra Life Foundation. The charity has recently broken 1.15 million already Beautiful. and most of the money usually comes the day of Extra Life. So That's we're awesome. making amazing splashes and Shop is currently number four in the entire country. For That's most amazing. money raised at the last wow. count last week, we were at twenty six thousand dollars raised Beautiful. for Chop. That's awesome. So that's who we're playing for, and so it's pretty amazing. Um, in in the veins of Extra Life, I am currently building a world for Minecraft Ooh. for our opening for Extra Life. It will have an opening scenario and a tour of my personal world of for Minecraft, and we have a couple events planned for our streaming on. Uh, uh, for Twitch streaming on Caffeine Crew, I have a Minecraft uh, run to the end planned, and we have a Destiny Vault of Glass raid planned. Yep. So make sure to tune in for that. We'll have our our uh, updates posted on Facebook on when we're planning on doing those. Same as Twitter as well. And uh, also, too, if you want to find out our uh, gamer tags, if you just go to CaffeineCrew.com, in the search bar, if you search Extra Life and look at the most recent article, most of our players are listed there and their PSN IDs. Make sure you add, uh, add us as friends to say Extra Life or podcast. We'll make sure we add you. Feel free to jump in play with us. We'll try to make sure we keep a good stream of content coming out from uh, Twitter or Facebook so you know exactly what we're playing, when we're playing it. So if we jump into something that you want to join us in, please feel free to do so. And remember to make sure you head over to extra-life.org, look at our player names, donate. Uh, we're all playing for PS Nation. If you can't, if you don't want to donate to us, donate to PS Nation. They have an amazing raffle going on this year, thanks to Glenn Percival and Josh Langford and a lot of good people out there from Sony of America, uh, Naughty Dog Entertainment, and quite a few others. I think it's every ten dollars that you uh, you donate, 
you get at least one raffle ticket. $25 will give you five. There's some really good prizes. If you look at our website, there's a link so you can check out that page. Please do so. And again, uh, you can find us on, again, every social media. Feel free to reach out to us. We always love to hear from everybody. And again, I am Rob. I am Bill. I'm Ken. I'm Kenny. I'm a rock. <laughs> I'm Lynch, and aren't we going to do what we're working on? Yeah. Um, do you want to? Yeah. yeah. No, screw that. They'll have to God. figure it out themselves. Okay. God well, damn it. Like I said, as always, you can find my weekly Wednesday, What the Fuck, uh, What the Fuck Wednesday, which unfortunately didn't go up this week because it was a really crazy busy week. But I did recently Horrors. put a lot of uh, new game information coming up about uh, the new releases for Smash Brothers and uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker for Wii U coming out before the end of the year. Uh, next week, it'll be back with the What the Fuck Wednesday. Still. If you like uh, Warcraft and anything that has to do with that stuff, I hopefully will be <laughs> continuing to update with uh, my tales from the world of Warcraft. Yay! And if you're in-game and you'd like to share some of your tales with me, I'd certainly be up for interviewing you as well. Yay! Um, I've been doing the AMV Roundup as per norm, but then I also do an indie author interview. If you're an indie author that wants to get interviewed about your books and stuff... Hit us up at thecaffeinecrew at gmail.com. Um, and October's book of the month for the book club is Odd Thomas by Dean Koontz. So if you want to join in reading with us, the book club's on um, goodreads.com. And we, at the end of each month, put up reviews. Well, I'm doing uh, We Review It All, so you can send in anything that you would like reviewed, whether it's a real product, whether it's dirt, whether it's your ex-girlfriend <laughs> who's a whore and you just want me to rip into her, we'll do it all. Uh, we do new reviews every Tuesday and Thursday. Sometimes they are junk that is just for fun. Other times it is informative. And speaking on that topic, there will be a review of Fury, the new movie coming out the day before it is released. So look for that on the Thursday before it's released on Friday. We will have a review of Fury. Yay. And, well, we have Tim. Tim. <laughs> All right. Um, so I want to announce that uh, we do have an anime podcast now. I know I've been slacking off my, on my anime articles because I've been really just kind of trying to push this whole anime podcast where we're going to talk about all anime for about an hour to an hour and a half, and that's where I'm trying to transfer all of that over to. It's going to be YouTube only on uh, our Caffeine Crew YouTube website. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's where we're going to talk anime for hour, hour and a half. And uh, since the new anime season has started, we're going to be watching all the new new season of anime and just talking about anime all the time. Cool. Yeah. And on Yay. that note, too, um, like I said, always feel free if you have any questions, you want, uh, want to know a little bit more about some of the things we're doing, please always, again, reach out to us. Again, that email is thecaffeinecrew at gmail.com. We thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again in two weeks with more Halloween goodness. Yay! Sweet. Goodbye! Goodbye.